Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today we have Modern Freaks. Modern Freaks is a rock band out of South Florida. This was such a special podcast for me. Not only was I able to really get to know and enjoy the boys of Modern Freaks, but I was also able to finally introduce the infamous Nick Lawden that I am always speaking about on my podcast. You aren't going to want to miss this one. I get teary-eyed in the beginning, and the boys do two acoustic songs at the end that will absolutely blow you away. Make sure you check out Modern Freaks social media as well as their Spotify, and if you have the chance, catch one of their shows. You are sure in for a good time if you do. Okay, so we have Modern Freaks here today. I'm going to have everybody introduce themselves, let us know what they do in the band. Uh, and Let's start with Thomas. Okay. Uh, hi, my name is Thomas. I'm the stage manager friend. I'm always here for them. Hi, I'm Nico. I'm the lead guitarist. That's it? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. You, you can say I'm, something like you shred I'm it up. I'm, I'm the most entertaining person on stage. Highly How do you feel debatable. How do you feel debatable. Hi, my name is Alex. I'm the bassist. Also known, the most important member. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sebastian. I'm the front man, the actual most important member. Uh, I'm like the manager, I guess. That is me. <laughs> and then this is Kim. And I'm Kim, yeah. Stage and for podcast. the um, people that actually do subscribe to my channel, um, Nick down there is the, the Miss Nick Laden I talk about probably on every single podcast because <laughs> I say he's the most incredible guitarist that is in south florida and um he really is so good he really is like he's like we call him me and my daughter talk about it and we say how um i almost want to cry because i've seen him (laughs) okay i grew up with like a kid of mine (laughs) no i've seen this kid turn into like a master guitarist and it's everything he ever dreamed of so I love him. Thank you, yeah. And I'm going to stop talking because I'll start crying <laughs> in my mascara. <laughs> if you saw me. And I'm not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have the drinks with the card. Those are for later, though. No, but we, like, me and my daughter talk, and we say how a guitarist, there's a dime a dozen. But Nick is not a dime a dozen. He is, like, incredible. So I just needed to say that. So this is the Miss Nick Lawden that I talk about all the time. I know. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a little while. For those okay. that you don't know, me and Kim knew each other, or I knew Kim since I started music and I started with bands. Yeah. So. I've seen this. Me being this tall. Yep. Yeah. This big. Tight. Literally stood like this yes. and played guitar. And we would be <laughs> so like, come cute. on, Nick, you gotta move, you gotta move. And he wouldn't move. Didn't move a muscle. Oh my God. And that's what I was going to say. If you would have seen him in Tallahassee or like, if you see any of our recent shows, he's a star. Oh, I know. He rips his shirt off. I know. I, I had to rewind a video. I was like, wait a second. Is that Nick with no shirt on? <laughs> yeah. And it's every show. Every I know. Show. 
like, we went to Tallahassee, and there was this this platform in front of the stage, and like I wanted to go on it so bad, but I had the microphone in front of me. There's not really much I could do. Nick, towards like the middle of the show, I wasn't really looking, and like I look at the crowd, and I notice that Nick is right on this platform, laying down, stomach up, <laughs> like <laughs> with his shirt off. Everybody's just touching him, and he's like, <laughs> so funny, little Nick. Yeah, so funny. I I could. It was. The wave to the ripple effect where Nick finally moved and me and his mother looked at each other. We were like, who is this person? Who is this person? He was moving so much. His glasses, that was when he wore glasses. His glasses flew off his head. It was amazing. But anyhow, so Modern Freaks. Yes, hello. Did you used to be San Sabelle? San Labelle, yes. San Labelle, okay. Well, just me. Just Just you, okay. All right, so when did you form Modern Freaks and why did you decide to change it up? Um, I was in San Labelle for about four years, and mm-hmm. that was like my saving heroes, like mm-hmm. pretty much. So I grew up with that. Um, it started my freshman year. Um, I was in it with some friends that I had met in school, people that I'd known for years. Okay. Um, I don't know. Things just change sometimes. Uh, I think we started so young that our musical interests, um, creative differences just started developing. Um, mm-hmm. We all became super close. It was like we were brothers, but at the same time, realistically we're not so right. like as brothers you you see them like the next morning on the couch yeah. you're kind of forced to like go and talk to them resolve you know um but for that it was more like i don't know like we couldn't see each other every day so right. it was more like it just kind of it was like a natural and um we were going for this rebrand at the end because we i saw the changing of the tide mm-hmm. in the music industry right. everybody was getting into more grungy aesthetics and i love that i love that i've always been more into mm-hmm. that um, so whenever I saw that happening, I was like, I think it's time for a rebrand. Like, right. we're, we're growing up, we're developing, let's see what we can do. So Modern Freaks came out of that. So Sound Belt was Modern Freaks. They were the same okay. band, just rebranded. Okay. Um, Modern Freaks comes from, I used to write screenplays. So in eighth grade, I wrote a screenplay called Modern Freaks. And it okay. was, like, about, like, kids, like, in high school who just didn't fit in. And I loved that name. I, di- I discovered it while reading some like of my old journals, and I was like, "This is beautiful. Like this is like it's raunchy. It's kind of immature, but I like that." So that's the name that we went for. Um, and that band split up, and I had no members to play at Ripple Effects. Okay. And I was like, "What am I gonna do? This show is like a week away. What am I doing?" It was a week. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it was a week away, and all the members were slowly dropping out. Oh so the first one to go was the bassist, then it was, um, then it was the guitarist, then it was another guitarist, and then uh, it was just me and the drummer, our old drummer Nick, and I was there like, it's a week away, what are we going to do? So then I hit up Alex, who's been my best friend since 7th grade, my first friend ever, because I was an ultra mega introvert in middle school, uh-huh. and he was like my only friend. I hit him up, because he's like, in all of my bands, he's always been there watching, right. always, always, yeah. since day one. So I asked him like, yo... I know you're a guitarist, but would you be down to learn a few songs on bass for this one show? And he was like, I got you, bro. Wow. Like, yeah. So you learned things for it. Yeah. Because I've, I've been playing upright bass in seventh grade. You since, have? Since oh my seventh, God. That's one of my favorite instruments. Yeah. I picked up upright bass because I went to a magnet school. I was in the orchestra program. So uh-huh. uh, I've been playing guitar since seventh grade and I picked up upright at around the same time. But I mainly played guitar. I liked it better. But when he called me up, I was like, all right, for sure, send it over. And I had a, a bass laying down, picked it up, and just learned. And I'm, now, I'm, now I'm a bassist. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. And you had a week to learn it. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And we were actively looking for a lead guitarist, but we we went through five. Right. 
and that was the first time I saw him taking initiative right there. And I had COVID those oh. two weeks right before the performance. Oh my god! It was I was like cutting it super close. Right, right. So the way we had to practice. Oh, was, that's when I had COVID too. Right before that, like I had just gone over it. Literally the yeah. day before, I got my negative. Oh, I don't even so know if I had my negative day. when I arrived there. We, like, what I'm we would done. do was uh, the practice room had like this window uh-huh. that led to like the backyard. So we literally had my amplifier sitting on the window with the window closed. Me outside with my guitar with the cable going inside. Mm-hmm. So we were trying out all these guitarists, but I was outside. I literally couldn't do anything. They would just be like, play this song and be like, like trying my best right, to listen right. from outside. And oh, it was just, funny. it was just him and the drummer. And he was ultra mega new, just learned, yeah. just yeah. joining the band. Right. And at that time, he wasn't necessarily in the band. He was just playing for us. Right. He was helping out. Yeah. So he was there and he would come outside and call me while they, before they left. Yo, I didn't like this guy. This, no, I don't like this. He didn't have this, 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 this wasn't, this not what we're looking for. And I was like, okay, manager. I was like, okay, <laughs> taking initiative. Um, and we just, we're like, okay, we're just going to fuck it, do Nirvana style on stage. Right. And that's what we did. It was good. And then that's when you saw Nick play. That's exactly. And, and, yeah. we had met, I had met Nick uh, two years before uh-huh. at the other Ripple Effect. Okay. And I loved, I loved Stephen Harold. We got along super well backstage. Okay. He comes up to us, um, that Ripple Effect, and he's like, Yo, are you guys looking for a lead guitarist? <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, yeah, actually we are. And he was like, oh, dope. I'm down. I was like, oh, 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 you're down. Okay, perfect. And then we uh, we started practicing for this other show. I don't even remember what it was. And uh, he just pulled up, shredded, learned all the songs again in a week. Of course. And it was perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, if nobody ever heard of Modern Freaks, how would you describe your music? That's so difficult. So we actually <laughs> we were talking about this yesterday. We, us two were talking about this yesterday, trying to describe what we would call it. Right. We have no idea. <laughs> it's like because I have a I have a lot of blues and folk influences, uh-huh. um, so like I don't know. It's indie punk grunge is the best way that I okay. can describe it. Okay, kind of because I, I focus very heavily on songwriting. Like mm-hmm. lyrics are very yeah. important to me. I write all the songs on acoustic. Okay, and then I show them to the band. They're like, "Oh, I like this. Oh, oh this is really bad. I don't like this." Um, so it's kind of a mix of like the lyricism being super important to me, but also the the sound like right. uh i guess something that the audience can dance to and we're obviously going for a, a little more heavier approach than uh-huh. what we would do in san labelle so right. it's trying to find a nice balance right between the two right so all right so you told you said that your songs you write them with the acoustic yeah and then um do you produce them yourself, and or do you go into a studio and do well, all that? Well, for San Lebel, um, and for the start of Modern Freaks, we actually um, would produce them ourselves. We had a, a producer for a long time. His name was Danny Ponce. He worked at Crescent Moon with Gloria and Emilio Stefan. Oh, nice. Yeah, so for a while, he was who we would work with. He was our go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I think whenever Modern Freaks rolled around, it was like he had watched all these kids grow up, and then he started seeing his like the kids that he was like raising just start like like leaving each other and he was like mm-hmm. damn and then we just kind of lost contact right yeah okay so all right so you bring you bring the song to the band and the band they add their own little yeah okay and your um what what do you think is your inspiration for writing is it just life events or oh. so <laughs> modern freaks <laughs> modern freaks started after I was getting out of a breakup, like fresh mm-hmm. out of a breakup. And I don't think I'd ever felt a breakup like that before. 
So it was just, oh my god, it was unbearable. I mean, you can ask Alex, he was there with me throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I had also finished getting out of like a four-year relationship, and I was heartbroken. And we were there just talking, and I was like, yo, Seb, now is the perfect time to start making music. (laughs) Yeah. And I wrote... That's the best music. I wrote like an 11-song album. Holy cow! In two months. Oh my god! And they're my favorite. They're like the best songs I've ever written. I love them. Like it's I, I, I'm super therapy. picky. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm super picky with the songs, but like I love these. Like I love them so much. And I was like, wow, this this breakup. And he would just if he didn't like a song, he'd be like, I don't like it. I don't. He was like a he was like a dictator almost. <laughs> you weren't feeling that way. Stop lying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> No, I need another one. I need another one. You know you were much more hurt than that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, does this girl know that this album was about her? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I hope she doesn't watch this or if she does, hi. Um, So, I, I wrote the album... It's called I Wrote You a Letter. Okay. So it was, I was intended to write it, produce it, show it to her. Like, just put it out there and she would know. Um, but halfway through writing the album, I found out she had a boyfriend. Oh, so that was like, oh, oh my God, that, that hit. So the rest of the songs after that became like hate songs. Right, right. More like, yeah, mm-hmm. like very... <laughs> part <laughs> the, one, part two. Yeah, the yeah. song definitely changed somewhere like in the, the middle. the front and the back of the cassette tape. <laughs> it's part A and part B. <laughs> yeah, and it was so funny because whenever we went on tour, we, um, our, our last, no, our second to last stop is Tallahassee. And we got to Tallahassee a day before because Tallahassee, like, we're all college students. We're there. Uh-huh. We want to have a good time. So we went there a day before. And I was there. I got there first with our videographer, Norman. Uh-huh. Um, they weren't even there. If they were there, they would have definitely done something. Because uh-huh. uh, as soon as I get there, the first person I see is her boyfriend. Oh, boy. And he comes up to me with, like, her on the phone. And I was like, what is happening? This is a fever dream. What are the odds that the first person I see is her boyfriend? It was crazy. And then you had to perform songs that you wrote for her? The next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's totally something that would happen to me. Yeah. I was like, my life is a comedy, and I'm the only one not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So, all right, so you've been in the industry for a while now. Since, like, um, 13. Okay. What do you feel is the best bit of advice another musician gave you? I think be true. For a while, I... <clears throat> During San Labelle, I was definitely doing this thing where I was definitely trying to be somebody that I wasn't, make music mm-hmm. that I didn't necessarily um, associate with right. for the sake of um, what people were listening to at that moment. And that was mm-hmm. the time when I saw the biggest decline yeah. in one my artistic capabilities and the happiness of the people around me. Right. Right. Um, so that's just be true. If you're making what you want to make, people will follow. Right. Always. It's true. And it's it goes to say, like, Doing a job that you're not happy in, you're not going to thrive at that job. But if you if you're genuinely doing something that you are happy doing, people are going to think you're the greatest thing in the world. So and money will follow. Yes, it will. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So what do you think is the best decision that you've made as a musician? Well, this is a hard one. This is a hard one. What would you say? I don't know. The best decision you made as a musician? Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, I've been here for the ride since San Lebel. Mm-hmm. I think the rebranding of the band brought this new energy because yeah. like, I feel like as a musician, he's he's like one of my best friends, but he's a very creative person. Like he has different outlets. He doesn't right. just write music that's rock. He writes a lot of cute acoustic stuff and everything. And like the change in tone of the music brought a completely different energy. Like right. I remember being there for the weeks that he wrote the I Wrote Your Letter album. 
and you could just see the how his mind was flowing depending on the emotions that were coming in mm-hmm. and the music was coming out so like raw and good it was just like one of those things that you just sat back and you just observed like you're like this is my best friend i know he's hurting like what am i gonna do about it right. like, let me just let him process his emotions the way that he likes to deal with it right Right. And I think that's one of the best decisions he's made as an artist is the fact that he doesn't let his like his moment take what could happen. Like he takes his emotions step by step, writes a song about it, tries to get an outlet out of it. He doesn't ever choke on them. Right. Okay. So yeah, the rebrand, the rebrand. The sure. rebrand. Yeah, I could see that too, though, because and it is. T- I think it's a much different. Modern Fix is much different. So different. And it's you know. It, Definitely look like you're having a good time up there. So yeah. Yeah. that's 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 part of the brand. It's uh, we come, we're gonna get you fucked up, and you're gonna have a good time. Yeah. So you just had a birthday, right? You guys just had a birthday party. Yes. Yesterday. Yeah, that was yesterday. Oh my yeah. god! It just seems like a bomb. I seem. I feel like I saw that like a few days ago. So that's how long <laughs> it does feel like that. Oh, yeah. Feels like my you birthday. You feeling okay was... today? Or I actually didn't do anything last night. I just no. Oh, okay. home. Yeah, children, girlfriend, shout out back. <laughs> <laughs> so, how old were you? Well, I just turned twenty. Oh, you just turned twenty? Yeah, I look older. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. How old are you? Nineteen. No. I thought you guys were so much older. <laughs> Twenty-one. I'm the oldest. You're, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're the one that buys the alcohol for me. <laughs> that would be. No, too. we don't. We don't get asked questions. We don't <laughs> answer questions. I doubt it. My husband's best friend, he was buying alcohol since he was like 14 years old. And he told us the other night when we went to dinner, what he would do is he would, because he looks, he always looked like he was about 50 years old, and <laughs> even at 14. So he would go into the liquor store and he would act like he wanted a job. He'd be like, so, you know, you guys hiring, do you have an application? And he would just start shooting the shit and get the guy uncomfortable to the point yeah. where it was like, he didn't want to ask. So then he would go back. You know, I didn't hear back on that job. <laughs> it was like that's so smart. Yeah, he's he's definitely a smart one. Mm-hmm. So okay, so you guys are younger than I thought. So your family, I'm sure, came into play much earlier on, like as far as gigs and stuff. Are they supportive of your career? Or yeah, supportive. But I I think that the culture that Alex and I grew up in is a lot different because okay. we're, we're from Miami. So okay. our parents are you know like like we're like first gen like Americans. So my mom knows nothing. I'm the only musician in my family. Okay. So I learned everything by myself. Like my mom, as much as she wanted to, she just never really had the tools to like come to gigs with me, make those, those connections. So like from like 13, I was like, that was just me on my own. Right. 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 For Alex too. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in the scene for a while. Yeah. Uh, I recently like, because I got into a relationship, so I was like four years absent from the scene. But when I came back, I came back with Modern Freaks. And like, I feel like now I have the proper tools and knowledge to be able to go out and make those connections. And I think that that's really great that at such an early age, I'm able to. Because I mean, I'm still 20, yeah. I still have time. Yeah, definitely. So I think that's a pro. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I know your family's super supportive. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we went over to his house to practice for like the mm-hmm. first time, and Dennis is just his dad. Mm-hmm. His dad, Dennis. Dennis was just there shout talking to us. Shout out, Dennis. <laughs> uh, um, Dennis just starts talking to us about all these gig opportunities that he has, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like Nico, and you just didn't think to mention any of this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I didn't think it was important. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so used to it. That's now we're getting stories mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. 
told them we're <laughs> too busy trying to find a drummer that we need for right now. Oh. Or like stuff. Or like we took a little break. Which is true. Yeah. yeah. We've had like four music. different drummers in the past like three weeks. What do you, oh, three weeks? Yeah. yeah. What, what's happening? Why is it not sticking? Or uh, we just don't have a, we lost our drummer, uh-huh. um, our old drummer. And he was just around for so long since Sam LeBeau that it's kind of like, it's kind of like a breakup. Right, like, right. Like, you don't right. want to, like, commit to somebody else so soon after. Mm-hmm. Um, we've uh, played with about three, four different drummers. Um, and they're all really cool people. We, we vibe with them really well. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's something really deep for us, at least. Because, I don't know, I've experienced so many different band members in the past. We want yeah. someone that can, like, fit in with Yeah, exactly. you have to, otherwise not there's going to the be a style. disconnect on stage. Yeah, not only the style, but, like, in regards to, like, uh, chemistry. Because Nico yeah. fit so perfectly in. Mm-hmm. And he was a great, like, footnote. Like, okay, so this is how it should be. Right, like, right, it was, like, right. a great example. And we, uh, we're just waiting for that. Yeah. We don't want to commit to anything. Uh, although we, we, we do have a drummer who we like a lot. Like, we right. love His name is Gunner. Okay. Gunner is so great. He's See the one you played with the, the light-up guitar set? Yeah. yeah. He's really good. He's awesome. We yeah. love Gunner. He's, really he's a sweetheart. Yeah. You, see him, you see him on his Instagram, and he looks like this, like, ultra-mega-punk. And, like, whenever I was first meeting him, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm so soft. Like, this guy's going to be, like, super hard. And, I'm gonna be, like, and we meet him, and he's like, hey, man, how are you? Isn't that funny how that happens, though? Because yeah. there's... There's a couple, I won't name them, but a couple of guys that I had, you know, on my podcast and I was super like leading up to it. I was so intimidated by it. Like, oh my God, you don't understand. And my daughter's like, why are you acting like this? <laughs> and I'm like, you don't understand. Like, this. what if they're like this and this and this? And what if they think this is dumb? And they were probably the nicest people I talked to. I was like, wow, like it made me so happy after. But I know what you mean by being like intimidated by it. because Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, he was really good. I watched that, and his drum set is awesome. And he's just a great performer. He's yeah. they're flipping his drumsticks like every every other beat. He's mm-hmm. flipping his drum. I don't, I don't know. I've yeah. never seen a drummer like that like perform. Yeah, on a, on I a love personal that. level, he's great. He's yeah. Great. So, what are you guys gonna do? Like, um, you just kind of like auditioning different ones each time. It's got to be hard for them to like learn everything. And it's then... always within a week. Always oh within God. a week. Always. Wow. Yeah, we move pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> God. All right, so, all right, speaking of other musicians, then, like, what musician would you love to collaborate with? Dave Grohl. <laughs> are, are we thinking, like, generally or more local? Or well, just... let's do both. Oh. Okay, um, I guess in life, um, yeah, Dave Grohl's one of them, for sure. I love Dave That's another nice guy talking about, like, insane musicians that are just nice guys. He, I was watching his Hot Ones interview, and, like, I was <laughs> yeah. cracking up the whole time. Like, he's so funny. He is. And he just pulled up, and he was like, I brought you drinks? Like, let's take some shots after every wing. I'm like, I oh, love Oh, <laughs> uh, but I think... <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that! Yes! yes. <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah, he is so funny. Um, I don't know. This is so hard. Who would I want to collaborate with? Uh, somebody go first. I can't. Mm-hmm. Nico. He already said Dave Grohl. Yeah. But local. Local. Local, I'd love to collab with the Haunts. I love the Haunts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the Haunts. I'll say the Bows. The Bows are pretty cool, too. Yeah, yeah I like Bowls. the Bows. Okay. Yeah, we met them recently. Super, Did you? Cool, super cool cats. Yeah. Okay. All right. I Everybody talks about them. I have to look them up because I, I know the Haunt, just not Bows. I... Yeah, the Bows are... Bows are super, super yeah. cool people. Okay. I, I remember uh, the Bows were in a different band before, and I grew up listening to that band. Uh-huh. So, like, I met them the other day, and I was like a fanboy. I was like, <laughs> like, I grew up listening to you guys. Oh, that's so funny. I totally thought I was going to fangirl this one guy. 
that came because I like found him on my own and he's up in Palm Beach. And after I found him, I found out that he was going to be playing Sunfest. And I was like, see, I told you I have really good taste in music. What? Yeah. Yeah. He came here. American Psy. Oh, they're awesome. His his one video has like hundred thousand hits. I'm like, oh my God. Imagine if, if he like ends up like really big and he was on my green and white. (laughs) I love this couch, by the way. Can we like put some attention to this couch really quick? It is. is (laughs) I think for the next podcast, Uh I'll have like a bowl right here, like with mints, like better green and white. Okay. Match the vibe a little bit more. Okay. That's, that's, that's my insert suggestions in the box. Okay. That's mine. And you're going to see the video where I have the green and white mints circled, and then I'm going to tag you. I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be so mad. I'm like, I want one of those right now. <laughs> I'm so mad that those weren't there when I was And like, I'm so mad that I don't even have anything close to a mint to offer to you. <laughs> but I have your okay. water here. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and it's white. Yes, and, and like, green. It's like, it's like teal almost. Yeah, it's like teal. Yeah, yeah it's not this green. So, all right. So what do you think is the most valuable lesson that you've learned as a musician? Um, gotta play through like bad shows before they get good. Yeah, that's true. Take the good and bad and the ugly. Yeah. I have to agree with that. Yeah. Don't trust anybody. Yeah. I, yeah, I've lost so much trust. It's crazy. We're very political people. Mm -hmm. Um, and we come off as very, you know, because it's, it's, it's politics at the end yeah. of the day, you know, it's the yeah. industry, you have to be friends with everybody, okay. friends. Um, but the okay. truth is, uh, you really can't, and nobody's on your side. I know mm-hmm. that the only two people, uh, the only three people, I, it's, this, this is the team, and that's mm-hmm. it, because yeah. I've known them for so long. This is my family, these are yeah. like, and that's mm-hmm. it. And my family, my literal family, that's it. That's right. It. That's all I need. Yeah. Make a lot of acquaintances, talk to as many people as you can, make the mm-hmm. connections that you need. Um, try to make it beneficial for both parties, offer right. something, um, and make it personal. People like right. that personal connection. Yeah. But never, um, don't count your eggs before they hatch because yeah. you don't know what somebody yeah. else is planning. You don't know That's what true. somebody else has in mind. Everybody has all your moves. Everybody. Yep. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, there, it's funny you say that because a lot of the musicians that I asked that question to have said pretty much the same thing. Like, um, where, they're they're close with the other bands, but they don't trust them. Yeah. And so yeah, it's so all right. So this is a question that I'm really interested in the answer to because I ha- I've, I'm v- very vocal about this. Like, if if there's one thing you could change about the current music scene, what would it be? I I've always said this. I'm very not. I'm extremely against the concept of underground celebrityism. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I laugh at it. I literally laugh at it. Um, these, these people who act as if they're, I mean, look, I really do believe in fake it you make it. I think that's great. And I, it definitely works. And you have to treat yourself as you, you want to be addressed. Right. right. Um, but whenever you start putting yourself above other people, you start treating yourself as people as below you, beneath you. I think that is completely hilarious. Yeah. I laugh at that. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I tell them like, Okay, like we didn't get this show with these people. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. we're equal. Like, yeah. they're not above us. They're not below us. Like, exactly. We're right there together. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna talk to these people as if I'm below them or above them. They're people. At the yeah. end of the day, we're all still living with our parents. We're all 21, 23, 24. We're living the same type of life. Yep. There's no need for this animosity. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's so true. So, how do you feel about like, um, like? Me, like when I grew up, 
if you got a record deal, mm-hmm. you were pretty much going to have a one-hit wonder or a big, like, you were going to be a big hit. Yeah. But now, like, with all the bedroom recordings and everything like that, I kind of feel like it, it's so much easier to be heard, but it's so much harder to make a name for yourself just because there's so many doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, how do you feel about that? Because I kind of, like... I see all these bands like, and you anybody can put anything on Spotify. They can do whatever. Back growing up, like that, it wasn't like that for me. Yeah. You know. So, how do you guys feel about that? As far as, um, do you think it's harder these days to be successful at this, or? It's a double-edged sword. So you have all these platforms like TikTok, and you have these. We've seen so many of our friends who we grew up watching struggle. Who one video. That's it. They're playing festivals right now because of one video, one good song, right? It's insane. I I mean, I've been saying for the past two years, record labels are done in the next five, ten years. Yeah. Because of all these bedrooms. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And all these these kids are becoming so uh, savvy in regards to networking and marketing. It's just something that you, nowadays have to know it. right if, if you're not good at every every single different small category in regards to managing yourself as an artist when you don't have a team you're gonna sink yeah. it happens so i think it's there's no right or wrong answer because it's okay. harder but it's a lot easier as well right because there's just such a over uh abundance of all these artists who are doing mm-hmm. the same things but that is the thing so I see a bunch of people doing the same things. I'll be scrolling through TikTok, everybody's saying the same things. Oh, my record label says I'm going to get canceled, I'm going to get taken off of my record deal if this song doesn't get this many streams. Uh, stream the song right now, blah, blah, blah. Or like a performance video. And it's just, everybody's doing the same thing. I'm getting bored of seeing the same thing over and over again. So what makes a difference is seeing quality, quality, quality content. Yeah. People who go above and beyond. That's very true. That is very true. So, all right, you wrote that 11 song mm-hmm. album. What other, do you have any other EPs out there that people need to know about? We or? just started. We just started that. We're just getting started. So you just had the breakup? Uh, it was like, what? Like, it was a year ago, but we were still talking for about like four months afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I'm going to say a year, but it was pretty, it was, we still, we kept talking afterwards. So I'm going to say, uh, like really? writing that album was about like four, five months ago. And that's when the band started, five months ago. Okay. We're super oh, new. just five months ago? We're we're super no. new. No, because you guys played Modern Freaks played at the Ripple Effect last year. But that was like our That was when you were throwing unofficial. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. was we hadn't really started at that point. Because you were supposed to play as Sam Sam the Like with the old Sam the members. Yeah. Right. But then COVID cancelled it. Is that were you were you supposed to play that one and then COVID cancelled? No, I don't think we we're gonna play that oh, one. Oh okay. no. Okay. Yeah, Modern Freaks wasn't on that bill. Okay. All right, so um, what what band, like, high-profile band, would you compare yourselves to? You get a lot of Molly crew. Yeah. People, <laughs> people, In spirit. Oh, In spirit. We like to like to have fun. We like to have fun. <laughs> the audience having fun. So spirit-wise, I'm pretty sure, like, I've always, like, said it. Like, ever since the conception of the band, we've, like, said, like, Molly crew is the energy that, that we have. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, Molly crew and Elk Boys kind of vibe, like, that... Um, Project X, like that's always been like our mood board, right? Because we want people to, we want our marketing strategy is a party band. We right. want to market ourselves right. as that because we're young, you know. We're not going yeah. to market ourselves it's as fun. that. Yeah, Probably. exactly. And I feel as if rock has really lost that. Uh huh. Like it's, it's true. It's so I saw that rappers actually took up that rock star culture, right? Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. I think it's amazing. 
but I think it's time that Rock takes that back a little bit because right. it's developed this this uh, this new facade where everybody is just like riding Rock in their bedrooms. Yeah. And, like the truth is, like we're here to have fun. We're here right. to go get fucked up, like everybody else. So no, but that's true though. Like every you know, like once you build that brand for yourself, people are gonna be like, "Oh, Modern Freaks is playing. It's a for sure a good time. Let's go." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah we want to have a. You want to leave having a memorable night. Yeah. Like you want to bring all your friends to the next one and have the same night repeat, or even be better. Yeah. And since our first shows, <laughs> this is a really funny story. So, um, so our first show, we we have been calling ourselves the Motherfuckers because uh-huh. like we're like obsessed with moves. I love moves. I love cougars. <laughs> <laughs> I, and so does Alex. So at our first show, our first show, it was a house show, and Alex finds we're sitting at this table. Why don't you tell the story? Actually, why doesn't Thomas tell this story? Alright, so okay. I, I was looking around the room. I was seeing everybody doing their like we were at a party. You know what I mean? But we we're trying to make connections and on, in a scene that we weren't too familiar. We knew Young Fiction because those are those are our boys. Love Young. Fiction. But we we're just trying to meet everybody else in the room, make sure like they <laughs> they could come out to. Oh, was this a house party? At- this is one of the two. One yeah. of the two. All right. Okay. Yes. And I'm looking for Alex. I'm like, where? Where could Alex be? Because I, I was like, he's missing. So and I go outside to the balcony area, and I just see him sitting there talking to, to, to this like older lady. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? Uh, she disappears for a second, and I go up to him, I'm like, yo, Alex, what's up? He looks at me, he goes, get up, get up. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what do you mean? He's like, bro, do, do you not see? Like, do you not have eyes? Like, do you see what I'm trying to do here? And I was like, okay, for sure. So I just, like, sat offside, like, if I'm not even his friend, like, he's, like, over there, and I'm just, like, over here on my phone, just, like, peeping Tom, seeing, what, like, seeing what's happening and stuff. And I just see him, like, start talking to her. They're starting to have a great time. And I see her lean over to him and, and like, show her his phone and goes, you see this? That's my one year old. The most player the most player moment I've ever seen him do. He goes, Oh yeah, yeah that's cute and just like kisses her. And then, oh my and then they just disappear. And I was like <laughs> I, in my mind I was like, Alex is a god. <laughs> that's it. Oh uh, the funny thing is she probably thought that, that was like a huge deal for her because she's this older lady and this younger guy so no, for sure. yeah. and he's so confident in himself in those type of like scenarios uh-huh. like the, the one of the traits i'll give him is like despite what the mood in the room might be in his, in his like spirit and in his mm-hmm. body he's he has his own mood. Like, everybody can be upset but he's not going to let that affect him right so, like he has a lot of confidence and he also like sets the the mood that's, I, I read something today about <laughs> confidence, and I, I have a horrible memory, but it was so true. God, what did it say? It said something like, uh, confidence isn't walking into a room and trying to convince people that you're better than them. Confidence is walking into the room and not having to do that because you know yeah. who you are. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm yeah, I know. Yep, exactly. That's awesome. And then every time we saw Young <laughs> Fiction after that, it was just like, bro. Alex is in my bathroom. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Did you guys see my young fiction? Um, no. Did you guys see my young fiction? I, I saw a few okay. I'm thinking that oh, I you guys out. might want to watch it because I think we're talking about this scenario. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So you might want to sit back That's and watch me. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in that same party, we decided to bring them like some Latino liquors and stuff like that. So we brought we brought them aguardiente, like uh-huh. aguardiente. Yeah. And some of them had never tried it before. 
and they just didn't like match the uh, like you know how sometimes alcohol just goes down a little mm -hmm. stronger but that doesn't mean it's like has a higher proof and mm -hmm. stuff like that so they just start chugging this aguardiente and i'm just watching them as a colombian i'm looking at them i'm like dude i know what that does because <laughs> it's sugarcane alcohol oh, so okay. it doesn't even okay. taste it's, like anything it's highly concentrated alcohol with a lot of sugar and I just start seeing, like, throughout the night, the same people that are checking the bottle just start knocking out here and knocking out there. <laughs> oh, my God. Going to sleep like this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sheesh. Like, I know what you mean, though, because, like, um, the breweries that the IPA beers, I cannot drink them. And so... IPA beers. It's oh, like my God. Apron. So where we're having the festivals at the brewery, and that's what they know. have. And so I'm telling my friends, like, you, we have to either keep a cooler of, like, just the regular domestic beer for me, yeah. or someone has to give me one beer every two hours, because the, when, when you guys played at the brewery mm -hmm. in Miami, oh, my God. Thank God it all hit me at the end, because oh, my daughter it. probably would have disowned me. But I was calling around, <laughs> I don't know what Mackenzie's drum set is. I lost the band merch. I was just, my husband told me he was going to drop me off the corner before I picked, we picked up our kid because I was so annoying. Did you have a good but time? I think I did. Amazing. I think so. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> but I, so I know what you mean. Like if you, oh, for sure. Yeah. You just got to make sure that you know what you're trying to, like you want to have a good time always. Mm -hmm. You don't want to stress, but you just need to know what you're drinking. Yeah. Like you might, it, it might just be a flip. Oh my God. Yeah. You guys got to watch that podcast. That's so funny. <laughs> what did they say? Oh, my God. Okay, so it was something about, like, the craziest thing that's happened at one of your shows. And and I think it was Koa that said, like, he, and he may not know it was you. You may have just outed yourself, or I may have just outed you. Um, because, and I, I'm just, I have a horrible memory, but it was something like how it was a house party they it were having. He was knocking on the door. And he was knocking on the yeah, door, and you're like, bro, get out because <laughs> look it was so, it was so funny because like i walked in with like the chick and like the, his buddy was just passed out on the on the bed and i just go inside the bathroom and i guess he he went to go check up on his friend and when he he checked up on yeah. his friend he heard that there's people in the bathroom <laughs> and like I, I just start hearing knocks but like i'm already like, going out so bathroom oh my god that is so funny and then, I, and if I right say after. anything bad about you, I'm very sorry. <laughs> no, don't tell me. Nah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like five minutes after I got out of the bathroom, we went to a gas station and I just ended up throwing up. I was so lit. Oh my God. It was one of the funnier experiences because like uh, Alex can drink a lot. Like, I saw that pull the trigger, I'm good. Like. But that's the thing. Like he, he has a, <laughs> he has a comfortability with just puking right there right. and like completely coming and back fine. fine. Yep. Oh, it's, but it's well, all the time. It's right. all the time. Like, I had a girlfriend like that, that we would be at the bar and then she would go to the bathroom to puke, come back like nothing. nothing like she just peed and came back and yeah. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll just hold it in. I, I hate vomiting. I no, can't. if I'm vomiting, I'm like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I need to lay down on the bathroom floor. That's, that's sometimes. Oh, on New Year's, I actually passed on on his toilet for like two hours. Oh, I thought geez. it was like 30 minutes only. <laughs> Sebastian and my dad just like patting his back like, you okay but you're okay and him just like leave me alone oh my God. we waited three four hours it's four in the morning already and I just go and I open the door like like kind of like in like a horror house setting like film he wanted to be left alone like he was already mad upset like yo Alex are you okay and I'm just snoring in my toilet and I was like okay now I'm concerned let's go Let's carry him out. Let's put him in. The, he wasn't going to sleep in my house, like, earlier. 
we had like guest room. Uh huh. So I just lay him in the guest room. Like I'm like, you go to sleep here, man. He <laughs> All I know is I woke up. My phone was dead. My mom was like scared. Where are? Yeah, I had a text from your mom. I had a text from his mom. Like Alejandro hasn't came home. I don't know where he is. Is he with yeah. you? She said last I saw him, he was hovering over the toilet, <laughs> and we were patting his back. <laughs> no, I didn't tell her that. She didn't. She didn't need to know all that. Oh my gosh. Man. I mean, I ended up telling her, I was like, I got a little too late and I had to sleep over at Thomas's. I don't drink and drive. Yeah, yeah, no, safe. that's important. Don't yeah. drink and drive. Yeah, I, don't, I think we're all pretty honest with our parents, Ever. actually. Yeah. Uh, everything that we do. No, yeah. I told my mom everything. I mean, our parents get yeah. along. My daughter tells me everything. What's nice is that, like, our parents get along mm-hmm. with our friends very well. Like, yeah. I'm very accepted in Sebi's house. Like, his parents, like, show me a lot of respect, show me a lot of love. I show them back. In my house, these, these are like my brothers. Like so Alex just comes to my house randomly. My dad will open the door and they'll be hanging out. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll be waking up. I wake up a little late and like I'll be waking up and he's just there like chilling with my dad. And I'm like, and just talking to his dad. That's how that's how it is. Your parents are yeah. so inviting, also. Yeah, like, Dennis too. Always like doesn't matter what time of day it is. You're always welcome there. The yeah. first time we met Nico's parents was like, it was just instant. It was like, a, like yeah. they were immediately like open arms. Yeah. So it felt, it felt so people. nice. Yeah, yeah they're, they're extremely well energy people yeah. too. Like you can just see that like they care and that, yeah. they, that they're just there for you. Yeah. It's really nice. They're good people. And yeah. Dennis seems excited to have music in the house again. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sit Dennis there. Loves, you want to win, all right, the, the way to Dennis's heart, okay? Play Jane's Addiction for him. Jane's Addiction? Why haven't you done this before, Nico? You could tell him that, or Simple Man, one of those two. <laughs> he'll, he'll love you guys forever, right? So way to your true. father's heart. <laughs> I remember um, when they first started playing together. He he wanted those kids to learn Jane's Addiction so bad, and they just they just had no desire to learn. Well, Nick would have done it because Nick will play whatever like you tell him to play. He's such a literally a sport, but others didn't. Were you into music growing up, like? Um. Well, I can't carry a tune nothing no i mean i loved music and i admired everything that yeah. people could do and i maybe it's because i can't that i admire it it's like amazing to me but no. well, like did you enjoy music a lot oh, yeah. growing up so yeah. is it like how, how does it feel for you as a mom like watching your child just like go up and like start doing yeah. these like band stuff and like booking no, their I'm shows excited. like it's exciting and it's like I told her, if nothing comes out of it, it's an experience you're never going to forget. I mean, we had the kids at bars at 13 playing. Like, yeah. <laughs> people looking at us like, what the hell? And, but, yeah, no, it's, it is definitely an experience that I'm happy that I was able to give to her. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, yeah. 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 But maybe it's also because I grew up in a super strict home yeah. that um, I wasn't even allowed to watch MTV. Wow. So, yeah, so it was like we would sneak it after school and sorry, mom. And then yeah. Hi, mom. like we would, as soon as we heard that door open, we'd turn it off really quick. As we got older, it got a little bit more lenient, yeah. you know, but um, maybe that's why it's like I'm very open with, with my kids and it's, I have this one rule. They can tell me anything regardless of how they think I'll react, but the day I find out they lied to me is the day I will never believe another word that comes out of their mouth. So it's yeah. like... They know, like, my daughter, she tells me some things, like, that I'm like, oh, you didn't really have to elaborate that much, but, like, it's just, like, as far as, like, the drinking thing, too, I'm like, I, I'm not dumb. Yeah, I was a course. teenager, and but it's like, you got your car. If you need a ride, do not ever drive it. Yeah. Just call me. I don't care what time it is. I might bitch at first. <laughs> of course. But 
and no, that, that's definitely the way to be like that's how i i picture myself at least mm-hmm. raising my kids too because that's how my mom my mom's always raised me as well like be honest yeah like, there's no need to lie there's no need to put yourself in a worse predict exactly situation. exactly i my my um nephew he went to fsu and he had a friend who got a dui handled that whole thing himself without i don't even think he's he's in his 30s now i don't even think that his friend's parents knew about it ever to this day. Like um, he did the court thing. He got extra jobs to pay for everything. And it's like, yeah. So no, I've definitely, my kids know not to lie. I, I, I was talking about, the, I was talking about this exact topic with my mom the other day because I was telling her about this, this girl that I'm talking to and, um, you know, parents are super strict or whatever. And then my mom was like, that's so weird. And I was like, honestly, I think we're the weird ones. Like I, that's like the, typical like mm-hmm. that kids don't feel comfortable enough to talk to their parents yeah. i'm like we're the weird ones like the fact that like i'm here talking to you about the things that i'm talking to you about right like, we're, we're weird mom not them we're weird but it's good to be like that like yeah. i just feel like 100%. you have to you have to be like that but so as far as the local scene goes guys do you have any favorite venues that you play at or any type of shows that are your the favorite was pretty cool the stage was pretty dope, oh, but that's okay. like Revolution. Isn't yeah. that that's a small stage yeah. though, right? Yeah, that's but a like, smaller stage at Revolution. Though. But it's nice. The scenery of it. Okay. It's like rustic, like yeah. super homey, and I love yeah. that. That's just on the other side of the curtain. I think that I found my husband over there because we couldn't find Bud Light in Revolution Live, <laughs> and he kept coming to me like, and he had this Bud Light. I'm like, where the hell did you get that? <laughs> He's like, oh, on the other side of the curtain. I'm like, what? it's behind the bathrooms. Yeah, it's that's the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, he was going over there to get his beer. I was like, you kept best hidden secret in this whole place i'm drinking quartz light but yeah so then i kept sending him over there what? and there was a couch to sit on yeah because there's nowhere to sit at revolution live except at the bar there is there seats there too yeah. there is yeah, at the bar. Still, there was also a great venue that the tallahassee one that we played at that was a pretty nice so well. in south florida <clears throat> i've seen that the underground scene is not very well received by like in regards to like the city there's no venues there's no venues there's hole in the walls everywhere but the quality of these holes in the mm-hmm. wall they're not it doesn't really give these artists room to grow professionally yeah. like are we supposed to stay as these like underground like like warehouses for like our entirety of our yeah. artistic career and hotbox was just shut down hotbox was just shut down which is a great example perfect example yeah. nobody can get permits nobody yeah. can get permits so like there's there's no healthy growth for the artistic community which mm-hmm. i think is absolutely absurd it is. one thing that we saw um traveling outside of south florida tallahassee great venues mm-hmm. great venues what was the place you played up there we played 926 um it's like a small mini revolution so the way that okay. artists on tour smaller artists on tour coming to south florida they go to the revolution mm-hmm. same thing up there in tallahassee when an artist is coming on tour to tallahassee they always go there so hobo johnson played there the week after we left oh wow yeah, yeah. and it was wonderful wonderful it was so beautiful the staff was super welcoming mm-hmm. very very inclusive we made so many friends there um orlando it was a different story but i don't think we explored orlando the way that we should have uh we played the super small venue we loved the bands um, but the venue we weren't too big what venue did you play there? we played at some 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 bar grump it was called grumpy's oh. um the staff was super sweet but next time we go we're definitely going to book at hanau center uh which is like where cannibal kids uh probably oh. they all play there okay so i saw that i was like oh that looks nice when yeah. we go to orlando again we're going there um another thing that a lot of the bands say here is we don't have enough all ages places either like the good places a lot of them are 21. just 21 and older like so it's like yeah yeah. Yeah. Las Rosas. Las Rosas. yeah i think 
Four House. Yes, Los Russos. Everybody, they love that venue, but it's like... Yeah, it's 21 it's, plus. Yeah. It's crazy. And I think that Poor House... I, is that the one? Is that one? That one's yeah, not that's all ages either, is it? Or is it? It says 21. Nights, yeah. Oh, does it? Oh, okay. Or it could be that. Because I won one time when it was like 21 over, but they weren't checking ID. Okay. So, I think yeah. it had different nights where it's 21 plus and then 18 plus. Or it could be that. See, that's, that's good, though. Yeah, some like, places try to be you, like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's true. There's really not many. And like you said, like the the warehouse scene, it's like I know that it's everybody likes doing it, yeah. but it's... It's, um, yeah. You so, want bigger shows. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, you can only do that for so long. It's, it's fun every so often. Yeah. And yeah. So like, where's the growth, right? Exactly. We all played at Revolution Live. What comes after? Like exactly. in South Florida, what comes after? Because yeah. I don't want to play at Sunrise. I don't want to play at those huge like arenas because right. that's not really intimate. And you know, like it's true. I'm not. I told him the other day because we went to see a hockey game at mm-hmm. um, F, 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 L something live in Sunrise. FL, yeah, right. You can spit there from here. Yeah, literally. Yeah. We went there and, you know, it's it cool for sports. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I'm trying to play a show here. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. Every time I go to a show at those big arenas, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. Like, are you? What shows are you seeing? I mean, I went, cool. the Black- <laughs> I went to go see the Black Keys. I went to go see. What's your favorite concert you've ever went to? Black Keys. Black Keys, yeah. I've never been to a big concert. No? I've only been to local shows. I'm kind of a rap head, so it, okay. it would either be uh, the J. Cole, because J. Cole is my favorite artist. Okay. But also, the Chance to Rap Rock concert was insanely amazing, too. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, Guns N' Roses, which I saw them play live. How do you not get? How do you get bored? For I was shows? bored, man. Even at the Black Key show, that I I absolutely really? loved it. That's I was because right, I and I went to go see. Were you the nosebleeds? <laughs> I was. I was relatively close. I was really? like 14 too. So me at 14 to be bored, I was like, yeah. oh my God, this is incredible. I was like, but it's kind of boring. Right, right. Um, but I went to Culture Room to watch Nothing But Thieves, Grandson, and Demob Happy. And wow, that was chef's kiss. Yeah. It was big, but it was small at the same time, very right. intimate, which was amazing. Like you feel, you feel like you're right there. Right. It gives you, it's, it's so small that you feel the energy of right. the audience and the artist. It's, and then at an arena, it's so big that there's so much energy. It's so convoluted. It's you're so far. Even the people that are in the nosebleeds, like they should be having a good time too. Even people with the bad seats. Yeah, yeah. No, I've I went concerts have I gone to with the nosebleeds. My daughter won't let us do nosebleeds. Like if I go with her, she, she's just one of those that has to be like waiting outside and yeah. going in. And, yeah. But thank God she had us do that with um, Mumford and Sons. And, oh my God, you guys saw Mumford and Sons. That was the best freaking concert I have ever been really? to. My, that's when you said the stand up bass. I was like, oh my God, it's they are. Unbelievable. So do you like folk music? Yes, I love do you like folk camp? music. I don't even know if I know of camp. Camp, I need to show you. After this, okay. we're okay. going to have a... Do you like Kaleo? Yes. They're coming. Like, are they? Yes. Next, like, oh, this wow. month. Where? Uh, Fillmore. Okay. That's the That's next venue. That's one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, Mumford & Sons was so awesome. But that, I was so appreciative that we literally... Like, you see their video on YouTube, like, from that show, and you see us down in the front. Oh, that's crazy. That's yeah, so beautiful. so cool. But, um, yeah, no, we've been to a lot of good shows, and I'm trying to think, like, I think I saw Dixie Chicks years and years ago from far away, and I kind of, I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but that's Dixie Chicks, you couldn't really, like, get into them. I, mean, I can't think of any that I actually hated. Iron, I saw Iron Maiden, and that was pretty close, and Iron Maiden puts on a great show, but yeah. I was bored. Really? All right, so I don't understand that. <laughs> I might be weird. It might. Maybe you're going. Maybe it's the people. 
people are you going with? I mean, no, I mean, we were all concert, super, we super drunk. Concert concert after COVID finished? Because I feel like that also like brought in a yeah. different way. Like, I went to that J. Cole concert right out of COVID, and okay. it was just different. Because, yeah. yeah, I've been bored at a concert as well. Like, The Weeknd's an amazing artist. I love yes. The but I was a little bored, not going to oh, lie. Maybe because nosebleed, like you said. Like, yeah. you're so far away that it kind of just disconnects you. Don't you don't feel, yeah, exactly. Like, looking at the, at the, at the, the monitor, screen yeah, instead uh-huh. of looking at the artist. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw Tool, like, two weeks ago, and I was super bored. Wow. Tool, I was super bored. I mean, they have been around a while. Maybe they're just losing their touch. No, they perform okay. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a reason. No, the performance was great. It was great. But, like, me as an artist, me as a performer, I'm sitting down in a chair. And I'm like, no. Like, this is not it. This is not the experience I want my fans to be having. Because you were sitting, too. You weren't even standing? I was standing. Oh, okay. I, I was sitting, and it's because it's, it's seated. But right, right, I was right. like, I cannot. I need to stand up. Right, right. I have to. Yeah. Then I'm going to go and stand. Wow. Never heard of that. Okay. Maybe I'm weird. Maybe, maybe. I'm just now I mean, finding out that I'm really weird. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. You can't whatever. take anything off the table, so. So who are your favorite local bands? Uh... Thomas is like, I think Thomas should go first. Uh, I would say out of the local group that right now is playing and that like we've been like around, I'd say uh, Children of the Flesh, The Haunt, uh, Young Fiction, always Super Gold. Like we've been playing them for San San and They're I like, really enjoy their music. We see them like big brothers. Super yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else am I missing? Who else are you missing? Who else is there? There's so much. Um, Modern Frequency. Manic, manic frequency, manic frequency is awesome. It was we, played a, we played with a show with them. Palomino Blonde's pretty good Palomino too. Palomino Blonde. Yeah. You guys like um, kill play? Play yeah. Kill. Play, play kill. kill. Okay, yeah. I just saw a video with them and I was like, wow, they're pretty good. I I saw them live um once a long time ago. I went with Madison. Okay. Yeah. So we went together. Um, it was, I really like their sound. It's very interesting. Yeah. I like their marketing. Their marketing is super smart. They have that um, going to prom type look, high school. And I, like, right. I think that's genius. Yeah. Genius, especially for like right now, that's super in. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it in a very specific way that like it sells. And right, it's, right. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I think they're very smart. I would love to play a show with them. I don't think our music styles are like very similar. And you know, that's something that's very important right now. Everybody's like finding a click. Yeah. Like the click true. that they're like, like people that they play similar to is who's sticking together right. socially and everything. Right. So I, we're having a hard time finding out where we fit in. So we're just kind of like riding our own wave right now. I got, for the little mini fest that I put on, there's a whole bunch of different, it's a variety. It definitely is. I, But it's like I'm kind of going from the softer and leading up to like the harder. That's smart. So yeah. That way I figured, you know, everybody will enjoy the ones, you know, because yeah. it's a 12 hour day. I'm yeah. the only me and Jack are the only ones that are going to be there the whole entire time. So, do you guys need help? By the way, I'm super down to. Oh, you're be so there. sweet. You're so sweet. All of us. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I volunteer them. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll definitely let you know. Trust me. If I need something, I will definitely Perfect. be reaching we'll be out. There. If you need anything, we'll awesome. Be there. I appreciate okay. that. Um, so, how do you feel about the local scene, though? And this is an interesting question because somebody actually um, that I've had on the podcast actually said he did not like the local scene and that it was soulless, but I kind of don't agree with that. Do you? I do agree with that. Do but I'm do? Gonna, I've been talking this whole time, so I'm going to let somebody okay. else speak. All right, so I he guess... He goes on the speak. shows. 
Yeah, I go to okay. a lot of shows. I feel like the local scene is growing, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I've also been to California, but when I went to California, the scene over there is insane. Really? The house shows are packed. I went to Dee's Pizza, uh, where Children of the Flesh performed, the local band from here. They played with, uh, with the bands from California. They invited them over, and like Sublime has even performed at that venue. Really? And it was a pizza shop. They literally just moved the tables, and like it was everybody packed crowd surfing getting pushed it was insane and like i feel like the music scene here we need to push more Mm -hmm. like i'm trying to change the scene like try to stand out right do do other things that other artists aren't doing anybody could go up there and pick up their guitar and and pick up their instrument and play you got to make the audience feel it like you need to get the momentum you know I feel like there's a lot of artists that aren't pushing that. There's some artists that are pushing that, and I love that, and I want to keep on working with those artists in the scene. But I think the scene is growing better. I don't hate it. I want to see it do better. Right. You know? Yeah. That's my take on it. Another, another thing that we've been talking about lately, too, is that, like, we've observed, at least from the scene, like, despite that, that the scene is noticing that in itself like Mm -hmm. they're trying to mix like Broward is trying to mix with Miami Miami's trying to mix with Fort Lauderdale Mm -hmm. we're all trying to like bring our audiences together and like kill the the fact that like some people may don't want to take the long drive some people will you know what I mean bring them to this to this venue show them the people that are here the bands that are from here the bands from there yeah and that's how I think we're starting to create Mm -hmm. an, an environment where it's there's an actual live scene here. Yeah. Right. You see the same people in a lot of places. We yeah, go to yeah. a lot of shows everywhere for Lardo, Broward, Miami. Boca. And you see the yeah. people that are really there for the music. That are right. really there to show support for our scene. And like, like four years ago, there was like it was with it wasn't really that big of a scene, but like now it's getting bigger. You've noticed it too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like four years ago, it was like you go to somebody else's show. It was their friends and family, yeah. and stuff people. like that. Now you're starting to see that there's actually an audience being built. There's right. actually a scene being built, and that's something that that's exciting, though. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. It's just it needs the reinforcement from the venues, and it needs the reinforcement from promoters. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I think the scene is heavily missing. People that can promote it, like like right, like find the opportunity to bring people, right, make the money, and try to bring the people to the audience. Right. And that way you create something that works, something right. that is constantly being able to be done every month, two shows, and stuff like that. Right. Like, right now, it's, like, hard to do that. Like, every band kind of just, like, schedules themselves in an appropriate way. Like, oh, let's not overwork it. Let's try to make a show here. Let's make a show here. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if we can start normalizing the connections and stuff like that, I think it's just it's going to be easier. Yeah. No, that's true. That's very true. But I've noticed just from seeing videos, like Nick said, it's come so far, like, in the four years, like, just the crowds building bigger and everything. But now we just need to get the venues together. Yeah, because there really isn't like anything. It's sad. It's it's it sad is. to see. It is. That's why there's so many house parties. Like, and I, I've told them like I'm done playing house parties. I don't want to play house. Yeah, parties and they're not, well, you deal with a lot of sound issues. You also like like people go to house parties for different reasons. Some yeah. people will go for the music. A lot of people will be there to show support, to listen to music. Really, other people are just trying to have fun because it's yeah. a house party. Right. I mean, right. You have different ideas for where they're not just supposed to go right exactly as, as well as you have to deal with cops sometimes you have to deal with a lot of problems damage to the properties and people don't want to do it anymore yeah yeah i was pretty sad bummed to see hotbox close down the other night because yeah. like i had talked to flip about i was gonna originally do my festival thank god i didn't because it would have been screwed up 
but um, at Hotbox, but they, they they weren't open long enough, and I wanted to offer it to like everybody that had it, yeah. at least on my schedule. But um, yeah, thank God that didn't go. But he was telling me all the plans that they had for the place, like they were going to put on stage, we're going to do all these different things, and now it's shut down. And I, yeah. It's terrible. There's one venue that I do like though that is very DIY. Boombox. Boombox is popping. I've never heard of that one. It's like, more Miami. It's like 20 yeah. minutes from where we live. Okay. Um, but everybody's playing there. Right. Yeah. Everybody. Like, yeah, we forgot to say that. It's one of our favorite venues. Yeah. there yeah. every week. <laughs> every weekend we're at Boombox. Really? Okay. Yeah. And you guys are, you guys took a drive. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So far. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do like it's a second like call. Sucks. We're very much in person. Yeah. Like, he loves driving. Like, Sebastian put his music driving. on the car. I'll just be sleeping, and he's just like riding, just his glasses on, just riding. <laughs> no, not me. I hate driving. All right, so I do a section. Well, I like we kind of got off the beaten path of the <laughs> modern freaks, but we'll get back on it. But I do a section. Um, you can tell mom anything. Speaking of that, like you know, yeah. okay. So I'm going to ask questions okay. just so people can get to know you guys as people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. What are some guilty pleasures that you're willing to admit? <laughs> milfs. I love milfs. <laughs> um, I don't know. You, so many. Go, you go. Milfs. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah. But in, in, what in what regard? Anything. Anything. Yeah. Uh, I love ASMR. I'm not going to lie. ASMR goes kind of hard. I love ASMR. What is that? Like ASMR, like the things that people listen to to go to sleep and stuff. Like, oh, like those ocean things, like that too, or like that makes sounds with like weird like that would objects. Drive me nuts. I love that. Oh my god! I Straight bought down. a machine for my brother-in-law because he was having a hard time because he had switched days and nights and stuff, mm-hmm. and he was having a hard time sleeping. So my sister was like, "Hey, can you go to bed, bed? We want to buy that. I guess that's the machine I bought. It makes like these noises that that's you sleep I love or that. something." Yeah. That but nobody knows. Silence. Nobody knows. Yeah, that complete silence as well. Yeah. Uh, folk music. If you're ever like, okay, I, I'll go to a show and like, I'll be in the mosh pit. I'll be doing great. Alex and I will be super fucked up the whole time. Um, <laughs> what people don't know. What people don't know is on the way to the show, I will be listening to this. I will be listening to this. Like, I'll, I'll show you right now. This is what I'm listening to. I swear to God. Oh no, him. No way. Oh my God, you're gonna expose. I'm gonna expose myself. This is what I'm listening to. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is all this right. Yeah, that's it. No, that's but what I here, the funny thing is, I had enough after music too. Cause all my favorites. <laughs> you had Hamilton. I thought you were about to play. No, no, we were on the way here, and yeah, Thomas goes. No, but you listen. No, I don't. So like me and Sebastian met because we were in theater together. Okay. We were both actors and stuff. And I'm not a musical theater kid. Like he, he was both. He was a actor, actor, and a musical theater. I was in, I was in theater, but. I love culture well. But he liked, he liked being in music because he's a musician and he could sing and stuff like that. So they would like to have him participate in those same things. But the one musical that I like, I'll, that's my guilty pleasure. Hamilton, man. Like, it's just so good. I'm did you, have you listened nerd. to the Encanto soundtrack? I only know that I was a nine-year-old. I did. I watched the movie. It's great. The whole freaking soundtrack is in my head as I try to sleep, yeah. wake up, everything. Because she's always... Bruno song. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's my guilty pleasure. I love listening to that. I like history a lot, so that's what we were. Mm-hmm. I had I was crucifying him in the car with playing that. And he starts talking. Like, Did you know that Burr was the Mexican president? <laughs> I just couldn't watch Hamilton. <laughs> He's such a weird. My sister put me on Hamilton. 
Did you? I love it. You loved it. I love it. It's just a, the aspect of history yeah. and music. It's yeah. just so random. It's such a random thing. Like, why right. are you making a musical about a founding father? Yeah. Well, I, I like the music, but I just, I just couldn't do I it. I get you. I get you. I was just, yeah. I know a guilty pleasure for you. What? Huh? Drake's Hunter. Oh, yeah. He likes anime. Oh, well, like I don't like it. I do, but I don't like you watching it because I get so obsessed and I just have to like watch it till I get through with it. Like I'll be like tired, like I'll get out of work after working 12 hours mm-hmm. and I'll just stay up for like three hours getting no rest basically for the next day. I don't know the work. name of it, but I had this other band, Mango Juice, on and one of the guys there, he's in anime and there's this one that he binge watched and it's like thousands oh, of episodes piece. is one, that what see i, I don't know i have to watch it again no, no, one, piece, one piece is the only one that's over a thousand okay. it's, yeah, it's a lot I, of I don't know but naruto i watched shippuden uh shippuden and shonen jump in under three months yeah we're all also very obsessed with naruto, yeah, we, all yeah. of us. naruto's a big thing yeah i was gonna give you guys kunai knives i have no a, way. a set of three no yeah. way yeah. i recently got addicted to that same when he signed with the one piece yeah but it's so long it's ridiculous he's been trying to get me to watch that for so long i've been trying them but the thing is that it's a commitment it's a year that yeah I mean, it's it's over a thousand that's why, that's why i don't like and every it. episode's like 30 so minutes but it's like on. if you make the math like you finish like you, if you watch nine episodes a day you catch up in three months <laughs> oh my the only reason i watched naruto in its entirety was because it was three COVID. That's the only reason. And it was good. Oh, it was it was good. We but. watched uh, Live, Love Island UK or Australia. Oh, yeah, one of those was during COVID. That's <laughs> what my mom messaged her watching the whole time in the, in, in the house as well. Really? Yeah, all those dating shows and all that. Oh stuff. my like, god! And there's so many of them. We just watched the latest show. one. It was oh no, Blind Love. Love is Blind. I think that one was like 50 something up. No, no, it was the newest Love Island. I think that's what it was. Just you don't ever get into that stuff. Okay, so what do you feel is the worst way to die? Oh, gosh. <laughs> what? I know. Getting crushed. I thought about it. Oh. I feel like getting crushed slowly would be yeah, the worst. Be like, you feel like every day. My biggest thing is, like, driving next to the highway, and my biggest fear oh, is that I'm going to swerve off into a canal and die that way. Oh, drawing? Oh, trust Yeah. Me. That would be so bad of a truck. He has a little, yeah, he, oh, God. Like, I get next to trucks. And Those semi trucks, Yes. I start to sweat and have panic. These are the type of weird conversations. I literally get like from <laughs> Yeah, I feel like right now we're like smoking a blind. Like we're sitting in my backyard. I think this is the time to break out the Tito's. That's all I'm going to say. I have it in my car. We had that same debate the other day. We were literally talking about this like maybe a month or two ago where we were talking about like if burning or drowning was worse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I. I don't think I can you handle burning. You, the thing is, I found out, so like, burning is, from the oven. No, burning is going to hurt so bad, but at some point, oh your ner- yeah, you don't feel it anymore. Because your, your nerves get burnt off, so you don't feel the burn anymore. And oh, it's super, it's super sad to think about that, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, well, drowning, you don't drown as fast as you think you are. Like, you, everything is getting filled oh. with water, but you, everything inside of you is starting Choking. to... Choking. Yeah, starting to choke. Oh, that's I, awful. I... Mm. <laughs> So I physically, I, I would imagine burning. Like I don't think there's a worse sensation in the world than being totally engulfed by flames. Um, but I think, <laughs> like in regards to like like life, like in general, I think the guy from uh, 
What's his name? Uh, Alexander Superchamp from Into the Wild. Okay. Like, just disappearing and your family not knowing that you're oh dead. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. I love that movie. Oh, my God. Eddie Vedder's soundtrack for that, that movie is movie. insane. The acting is incredible, like, everything. And then at the end, you're literally, like, so invested, you're bawling your eyes and out. And it's true. That's the craziest part. And the actor looks exactly like him, which makes it even, like, oh. And the old man in the movie? Oh, that's so cute. Oh, my God. He died is. recently. Did he? The old man in the movie? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's such a good movie. Have you guys all seen it? Is that it? the one I, in the middle of the forest? Yeah. 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 He, he leaves his scholarship and everything mm-hmm. to go. That, that's, I think that's a terrible way to die. It's beautiful, you oh terrible, because it's for your family. Everything he had been through, and that's how he went. Which I think is beautiful. It's poetic. It's very poetic. Yeah. I mean, he donated all of his money to yep. a starvation fund, yeah. and he ended up dying via starvation. It's crazy. Insane. Pretty his favorite artist... While he was alive, was Pearl Jam, and he better make a making a soundtrack for his movie. Oh, really? I didn't realize that's that that was his favorite. It's my husband's favorite, all time favorite. That's why his fa- I saw them live too. Did I was you? Bored. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I love them, but I can see where they would be boring. I totally can. Understand. No, they were insane. Eddie no. was crazy. I can see where they would be boring. No, Pearl Jam is crazy. Yeah. Nick, what do you think's the worst of? Starvation. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. That yeah. would suck. That would suck. But I think I would rather starve than any other, like, yeah. burning or drowning. No, but I, mean, I was thinking about it, like, time. you know the spiders that, like, kill you, like, in an hour or 30 minutes? Like, imagine getting Poison. bit by that thing and just realizing, like, you got, like, 30 minutes. That's it. That's like, it. That's, that's what I'm going to do. And you're just sitting there sweating. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> i got to finish what my life in the next 30 minutes. <laughs> getting eaten alive. Oh, oh my god, a shark attack, shark attack, because you have no idea what's getting, like, what's biting. Yo, I'm hoping it's I. This one's actually messed up, but, like, the people that get mauled by dogs and stuff like that, like, that's, that's so awful. sad. Oh my god. And it's so horrible, you know that's not going to take five minutes. No, it's not, it's, it's not. Be, it's uh, not, and then you're still trying to launch the dog. <laughs> that's, yeah. Okay. So if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Why are these questions Pasta. so different? Because I'm different, Nick. Pasta. Pasta, me too. Love I pasta. totally eat pasta all the time. You took your eye off of him and you already took your giraffe, man. Huh? <laughs> me? That's my giraffe, man. So what do you eat for the rest of your life? I don't know. Uh, Can I answer him? Mm-hmm. Uh, Taco, yeah. Taco Bell. Taco Bell? He can't live without Taco Bell. Are you serious? Well, I think any of us, but mm. he's definitely the worst. Yeah. I have an addiction. I think that, I swear, <laughs> I think that... Don't sue me. I think that like the ground beef has like something inside. It's <laughs> quite yeah, possible. I'm extremely addicted to it. It's pretty bad. It's quite possible. They pump oxygen in casinos to keep people awake. So no way they do. That. Yeah. Wait, 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 what? They pump oxygen in in casinos so people stay awake and gamble. That is yes. insane. Yo. Yes. You didn't know that? No, no. and that's so yeah. cool. That, that's like yeah. so cool. That's, what they do. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Oh, stuffing. I- Love stuffing. I don't know why. Oh, it's like my favorite food of all time. Oh, but like vegetarian stuffing. Oh, are you a vegetarian? No, I was for three years, so I like a lot of vegetarian foods. Even though I eat meat, sometimes I will like go out of my way to make the vegetarian meals because I just prefer them. I guess the stuffing that I like is vegetarian, also because it doesn't have anything but celery and like stuff like that, and like doesn't have sausage. My mom's homemade stuffing. Yeah. So I invited over for Thanksgiving so I can I'll, try this stuff. Definitely. Okay, say perfect. Some stuff for you. Yes, perfect. Absolutely. Okay. What about you? Uh, potato. Ooh. Potato. Yeah, you're right. Smart answer is exactly why you can make you can cook potato in different ways. You can yeah, make you can potato fry it. It's true. No potato today. Never gets boring. Yeah. Huh? 
No, because we we're on the way over here, and he he needed food. Oh. We stopped by Wendy's, and he was like, "I want a baked potato." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I always get a baked potato. I've never had a baked potato at Wendy's. It's amazing. Is it? Uh, it's not amazing, but no. it's it's I'm my my threshold is kind of low. Like, well, hello, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, potato Wendy's. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> a Renaissance and food for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wendy's. I think is like I I used to hold it pretty high in my standards. Now it's I yeah, expect yeah. nothing from Wendy's. What's your favorite fast food? Taco Bell. No, uh, Burger King, Burger King, Burger, Burger King. King. Yeah, there's no Burger, burger like Burger is, King. Yeah, I've yeah. It's so. I don't like their fries. I really like Taco Bell, but checkers, checkers. checkers. I haven't had checkers, checkers. in probably fifteen years. At least like, fifteen years. Okay. See, they put me on the checkers wave again, to be honest, because like that was my father's favorite. It's always open and it's always good. Yeah. yeah. This is the perfect meal: a burger from Burger King, fries from Checkers, milkshake from McDonald's. Oh no, um, milkshake from. Steak and I hear that Chick-fil-A has a really good milkshake. Steak and shake. I grew up with yeah. this. Sonic I love Sonic. Yes. Have you had the Chick-fil-A uh, milkshake? Yeah. It's so yeah. it's not as good? No, it's good. Oh. You have to try the the Los Verdes uh, no, pretty strawberry uh, milkshake. Okay. From where? Los Verdes. It's the Colombian place. Yeah, it's, it's in Miami. Place in Miami. No, it's in West. Well, it's in West. I came. I, yeah, I came over here like my first time coming uh, to chill with Nico. Uh, we went. Uh, we went to a Wendy's because I was trying to get some fast food. But it turns out that in the same plaza, it looked nice. So I was like, oh, I wonder what there else is here to eat. And I see those vendors, and I'm like, yo, Nico, let's go. Come on, it's Tuesday. You get. You there. get. You buy one. You get. Uh, you get another one. Free. On Tuesdays. On oh, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it in Weston? What plaza? <laughs> I don't know how to get there. I don't know how to. Oh, Lord. Uh, okay. Well, next we'll time you go, address. maybe I could trail the doesn't even know his, <laughs> his own <laughs> Okay, so what conspiracy theories do you oh, believe in? He could go on forever. Oh, Thomas is... You guys can go with this one. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's so many. I put you guys on a lot of stuff. The Anunnaki, I believe in the I'm gonna Anunnaki. I'm going to say that. What is that? Okay, oh, hold on. <laughs> you gotta get comfy for this one. So long. It's really long. Actually, <laughs> Thomas explains the Anunnaki the best so, out of all of us. The Anunnaki theory starts with the cradle civilization, the first organized civilization in the in the Indian River Valley, Mesopotamia, uh, Sumeria, which is ancient Mesopotamia before Mesopotamia became organized and had kingdoms. It was Sumeria. Okay. They're the people that are responsible for creating the boat, the wheel, fire, all these type of like time early early human achievements, right? Uh-huh. What is weird is that they were separated by a lot of locations, you know what I mean? Like the river had thrown people out, spit people into different locations, but they all believed the same religion. And it was very consistent. It was that they had been visited by these beings called the Anunnaki, and that they were the ones that had influenced them to learn how to create cuneiform, which is the first type of writing. Which <laughs> is like, it looks super stupid if you look at it. Like, it's just like lines and stuff. But that's how they actually like communicated with each other, right? But like they don't take it's just weird to look at an early civilization and them not be proud to say that they created the boat and that they created fire and that they created these things. They just attribute it all to these beings, right? To the Anunnaki. <laughs> and like when you look into their mythology, right? And like early Mesopotamic mythology, a lot of the stories connect with other religions. Like they have a flooding story. That it got flooded, it's very similar to Noah's Ark. Okay. They have um the prophesized return of the son of one of the gods to come, which is very reminiscent of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of connections to all modernized religions come that stem from the first civilization in mankind, which is super weird about it. And like 
they just detailed a lot of things that like certain there's like inside of uh i forgot the name of the temple but there's this temple they have like this huge commemoration to their gods the Anunnaki, mm-hmm. right and they represent the planets which is weird how did these people that can't even see the planets have an alineation of what the planets are how many planets are in our solar system it's just weird mysteries like that we don't give enough credit to the ancient world mm-hmm. and we don't know because <laughs> right no reminiscence of it but it's just like it's a dumb theory but it also has so much substance no right. there's there's more tactical proof like uh they they discovered coordinates and these mesopotamian tablets of uh coordinates and modern day we can trace them to the andromeda constellation yeah which how would we have known that information in ancient mesopotamia coordinates oh. to, it's insane yes they 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 theorize that they left behind like these people clearly i mean i'm talking for them but (laughs) these people probably didn't understand like the complexity of what the galaxies and like the universe was but they say that they left them like a location that is possible for where these civilization came from so the anunnaki theory is basically that human beings are a derivative of another civilization that's out there in the in the galaxy like in a different galaxy and what's weird is people that were very curious just decided to start scouting these planets and they found that exactly where supposedly this is supposed to be at is a Goldilocks uh, area, which is like the perfect area where life can be happening. We're in a Goldilocks area. We're not too far away from the sun that we freeze and we're not too close that we burn up. It's a perfect thing. We have enough water so that the planet keeps the temperature that's regulated that has an atmosphere that has oxygen. The only thing is we haven't gone there to see if there's life, but like the planet's called Centauri B and we theorize that there probably is life there. So like that's that's why I always put them on that theory. But it's super outlandish. It's just interesting. Oh, it's interesting though. It is. It's crazy. I love it. All right. See, that's the first time I ever asked that question. And look, the I'm not like a conspiracy nut though. Like I, right. I just think they're interesting. Right. Like everything, every conspiracy starts with a level of mistrust or untruth. So it's oh. interesting. That is interesting, though. He's like a guru. <laughs> <laughs> Watching to a side guru. <laughs> so, all right, back to another question that it's going to be morbid. Okay. Right. Kind of in a way. I'm ready. If you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Ooh. Okay. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> You're chicken. killing me. You're making me hungry too. I'm hungry now. Ch- chicken nuggets. Chicken wings. How many oh. wings? From a specific place or Wingstone. Wingstone. Yeah. 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 Wingstone. And how many? How many would you get? Yeah. You can pick whatever you want. They gotta give you anything. Yeah. Just be nice, like a hundred. Eat like two. Your last meal, you're gonna eat two chicken wings. But I made them waste a hundred dollars worth of chicken wings only. Oh, he's being petty, like. Oh, yeah. Right now, that's not the time to be petty, Nick. Yeah, I mean, you, it's, it's, you enjoy it for yourself, man. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's homemade stuffing. <laughs> what the hell? Me, you my mom, rigatoni. yeah. Rigatoni? Rigatoni pasta. <laughs> oh, like from Forte by Chef Adrian. That pasta <laughs> is so good. I have an addiction with that. My old place I used to work at. So like I got fired, but yeah. <laughs> so good. And they're in uh, their Nutella dark wait. Dark bread pudding, dark chocolate bread pudding. Sounds so good. That's the one that I never had Nutella. I just never had the desire to even try it. But I hear You're it's missing good. Out. I am. Like it's so good. Like I love chocolate and. I love chocolate, so but it's never. Like my daughter, she puts it on pancakes and everything, and yeah, I put it on everything. Those. Too. And 
Just try Lindor chocolates. Say, oh no, I do like those. Those are so those good. Those are good. Last yeah. night I went to CVS with my girlfriend. I have got the white <laughs> chocolate ones. My my mother gets the seventy thirty. Like you know how they have like the percentage, like seventy percent cocoa, thirty percent whatever, yeah. know, something like that. I don't know. I just go pick it up for. Her. Okay, so if you could have dinner with three people from history, who would they? Be? <laughs> okay. Uh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Kurt Cobain has to be there. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Actually, you know what? I take it back. I'm gonna swap Kurt Cobain for Jim Morrison. Yeah, the, yeah, I kind of got no. Agree with Jim that. Morrison and I have the same star chart, like the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Like, every report I did in high school was on Jim Morrison. Can't remember anything about him, but every report <laughs> I did, they have his genuine same alignment in every crazy. single every house. single house. It's the same. Like, that's crazy. I I don't know. Like I, maybe I'm like Jim Morrison reincarnated because it's possible. Yeah. Um, Jim Morrison. Al Capone. Al Capone. It's quite a combination there. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, Charles Manson, for sure. What Interesting. Wow. Wow. Because <laughs> I don't think I don't think Charles Manson is who we think he is. No. I think he worked. You, for wait, the wait. Charles Manson prior to like. I think he worked for the. Do you? I think he was. That's another one of the. That's another conspiracy. Charles Manson yeah. was part of MK Ultra. Really? I think he was he was a case study by the government. Um, they covered it up as a cult, and he was actually a case study on him, Ultra, and it worked. People people like to politicize him after the murders and after what he did with the women in his house and stuff. But when you look at the root of the argument, it's like, how was this guy getting the amount of LSD that he was getting? Yeah. And when you look into there is when you start realizing that there's government connections. Like, the doctor in the love clinic that he was getting the LSD from was a CIA operative. Really? That had been in the case studies to create and to deal with the when the country created it, like in the lab. Hey, you know, anything's Weird. possible. There's I mean, like, I, we can't, we don't go, we can't say no misinformation in this <laughs> podcast. We're simply talking. We're just talking out of our yeah. ass. <laughs> we're, just, we're just a couple of rock stars. We don't know what we're talking about. But, but it is interesting. <laughs> we just read yeah, this off of YouTube. Yeah, I, I believe in MKUltra, and I think that he definitely was a case study in that. It makes sense. Thanks. Hmm. What three would you would you want to eat with? Eminem, my number one. Uh, yeah, love Eminem. Uh, let me see. Who else? Who else? Steve will do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? I, I just met him. I met him. Uh, Is that like YouTuber? Three days ago. Oh yeah, he's a YouTuber. Uh, he's an inspiration. Yeah, uh. literally. Like I saw, I met him, and I just froze up. Like I can't. Oh. Like all I all all I was able to say is, "Oh my God, I have a full scent tattoo." And that's oh their brand, the oh, Note Boys. Okay. Full, yeah. yeah. Yes. Did it, it hurt? Did it hurt? Hello. Hello. My three. Yeah, I only said two. Oh, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Wait a minute, bro. Was this is a hard pick. Yo, where did you get these pants from? These are new. I haven't seen these before. Bro, these are the ones that I got when I got this. Yeah, this is nice. Everything about it. Yeah. We wanted to wear them off. Yeah, this one. Oh. Hmm. Jesus. Okay. Jesus Christ. Right. Just see how it actually looked like. Okay. Yeah, that's true because that's up in the air, too. Yeah. There's other theories on that as well. But yeah, yeah. they're my three. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm. And 
Teddy Van Halen. Okay. All right. Ooh. Um. I don't know, because this is, this is tricky. Like, is it, like, do I want to, like, be with, like, people that, like, I idolize from the past or people that I just think it's a cool table to sit at? You know what I mean? Like, if it's music, I'd probably say, like... What? I should have said Connor. Connor McGregor? Yeah, you should have said Connor McGregor. It's, like, one of your favorite things. But, I don't know. I feel like I'd sit at a history table. Like, I just want to, like, hear about these people's lives. Like, I always mm-hmm. say with Theodore Roosevelt. I wrote Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yeah, Roosevelt. Uh... Damn, I don't, I don't really know George Washington, like some old, some old dictators. American history dictators. <laughs> I'll sit with Hitler. I was going to say Hitler. That's actually brain. someone I wouldn't. I was, like, like, yeah. like prior to like yeah. Lunacracy and like drug addiction, you know. Like what was like, on his mind? I was going to yeah. say Hitler, but I didn't want to go there. But. Yeah, I didn't want to go there, but like I mean, it, everybody hey, has, uh, everybody goes mind. through the period yeah. of time where they're like, what leads a human being to get to that point? Yeah, so, like, I would like to pick it his brain. You know, that's true. I wouldn't mind talking to him, figuring out what the hell. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey someone that can stay where he's at. Yeah, he can stay where he's at. Yeah, 100%. I can. No, no, thank you. Oh, yeah. I mean, like. Who are your celebrity crushes? What's your name? The girl from Queen's Gambit. She's my number one. Oh, she is very pretty. She's a good actress, too. She's, I fell in love with her whenever I saw her in Split, the, the oh, one yeah, with, uh, yeah. with James McAvoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fell in love with her in that movie. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. I've had a crush on Jennifer Aniston since I was like five, and I think that's where the no. You don't understand. I was like five years old, and like this was before like like we had like laptops. This was like whenever everybody was still using a desktop. Uh, I (laughs) I didn't know that you had to delete your search history or whatever. And I was like, and I was like going on to my my family computer like Jennifer Aniston hot mom, Jennifer Aniston boobs, Jennifer. I was like five, bro. Like I, I wasn't even in pre-K yet. I was just like, oh my god. So yeah, my mom finds this and she's like, what is my, what's wrong with my son? Why is he obsessed with Jennifer Aniston? I think we all were there. Mills, Mills day one, y'all don't understand. No. Oh, and then and then uh, the the redhead from Game of Thrones, Jon Snow's oh, bro. Uh, Sophia. Sophia. Um, yeah. No, John Snow's uh, yeah, no, yeah. Wild... Oh, Joe Jonas. Oh, John Snow's wife. Yeah, not Joe Jonas's oh. wife. The other one, the uh, badass. The wildling, oh, yeah. wildling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. wildling. Yeah, yeah. Her, I love her. Yeah, you know it's funny you say that because at first I always thought John Snow was just gorgeous, and then um, I was yeah, he, he was with her, and I was like, yeah, and I was like, ugh. But then the more like you saw her <laughs> out of her character, I think she's beautiful. I, no, I think so now. But like her character didn't portray like how Thrones. pretty she was. I love I fell in love with her the first episode she was in. I was like, I you ready for House of Dragons? Yes. So my my nephew threw the best Game of Thrones party for, for the real? finale. Like it was, he did like everything, like, like, like almost like ending? a Jeopardy on the TV. It was so awesome. It was fun. Was that you like the ending? Yeah, I mean it was. Yeah. I liked it. I didn't watch it. So you, uh, how many do I... Three. Three? Whatever. Three? I can't... If you only have one, then... Oh, we can Megan more. Fox. <laughs> oh, really? I don't get that one. Huh? I don't get that one. Why? God. Maybe it's the resting bitch face. I don't know. All <laughs> I know is that she just... I think she tries too hard. Because, like... She was a mother before, married to Brian Oster Green. Now, all of a sudden, she's with... Machine Gun Kelly and yeah. like, she's not with him no more. Now another rock star gotta take over. Wait, what? Wait, they split up? Yeah. What? what? You gotta be following. Yeah. The last person I'm gonna follow is Megan oh, Fox. Man. 
They're engaged. They're engaged. They're engaged. Yeah, your girlfriend is over here. Kardashian. Yeah. Yo, yo, get out of here, Ski. <laughs> uh, third. <laughs> Lana Rhodes. <laughs> Wonderful <laughs> actress. She's in a lot of movies. She's a, yeah. What is she in? She's a specific actress type. A porn star? Specific. <laughs> she makes a lot of <laughs> Okay, that's why I don't know her. <laughs> uh, the girl he played Scarlet Witch. Oh, oh yes, yeah. I should I should have said her. Oh my god. What wait a second? I don't even know who this is. What's your name? Yo, I can't remember names right now. Like, is that a Scarlet Witch? Is that what movie is that? Marvel. Marvel. Look, oh my god, uh, literally, look who my first search is as soon as I open my phone is. Jennifer. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. As soon as I open my phone. Um. I don't know. That's all I got. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's pretty. Oh, she's an Olsen girl. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah, she is pretty. She is. She's what about you? Yo. Right now, I kind of have a big crush on the Euphoria girls. Yeah. They. Oh uh, yeah. Sweeney Sweeney. You don't think so? Right no, I don't. And and the girl that plays Maddie, bro. Beautiful. I disagree with all of your options. But an all-time high for me is always going to be Abella Danger, bro. I love Abella Danger. Who is that? Another actress. She's Another Miami. specific actress? Yes. From here, she, she, she... She actually goes to college uh, college with my friends. Yeah. Yeah, she goes they to have her, college. Like, She's in like, the same major as me. <laughs> She's studying political science. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a lawyer. That's crazy. Good for her. Yeah. Good for oh. you, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so... <laughs> What lesson have you learned the hard way? Oof. There's many kids. Don't trust people. <laughs> Don't trust people. Yeah. yeah. That's a hard one to learn the hard way. I'm yeah. very stubborn. I Every lesson that I've ever learned is because I, I did it anyway, because I'm just hard-headed. <laughs> I, my mom hates it about me, because she's the same way. Uh-huh. So, all the time. And she's like, get to the She's like, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? I, I have to I have to go through it to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. Just like, you do. You have to learn from your mistakes. Yeah, I agree with that. I do a lot of dumb things, and the only way is just gonna yeah. do it and learn. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's gonna make yeah. it stick. Yeah, all right. You gotta let life hit you a couple it's times. It's true. It's true. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do some rapid fire. Ooh, they are very so fast, ready. and oh. some of them are not gonna allow you to be last. But yeah, we'll do that. Okay. All right, you ready? What celebrity annoys you the most? John Krasinski. Who is that? Yeah, that's freaking... That's the guy from The Office. Whoa, yeah, that's so weird. Office. I love him. Why did I say him? Oh my god, that's so funny. Rock artist? What artist do I hate? <laughs> no, what celebrity annoys you the most? Bill Pump. Bill Pullman? No, Lil Pump. Pump. Lil Pump. Who's that? He's a, oh, a rapper. Oh. DJ Khaled. Yeah. And I'm with you there. DJ Academics. Hell <laughs> yeah, I guess so mad. I don't know who that is. Either. He's a YouTuber, commentator. Oh, that's annoying. Okay, would you date a fan? No. 
Yes. Yes. Okay. What is your favorite food? Stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah. It's, come on. Ah, uh, pasta. Pizza. Who would you text the most? Audrey. Maggie. Jasmine. Uh, Amanda. <laughs> we all said our girlfriend. <laughs> I don't damn well, man. You guys are not dumb. <laughs> okay. What animal? What animal would you be in another life? Wolf, brother wolf, brother wolf. I think I'd be a dragon. Whatever, that's an animal to me. Or uh, an animal. Yo, <laughs> just an alpaca. Uh, I don't know. I think I would be a monkey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you would. The baboons? Yeah, baboons. Bro, they're vicious. But they're smart. Baboons are smart as fuck. But they're smart. They create weaponry and everything. Yeah? Yeah. Yo, have you ever seen the video of the, the monkey with the AR? Yeah. <laughs> um, you. A bird. Yeah. Hawk. Fly high. Mm-hmm. I probably get a turtle. turtle. One of the old turtles, <laughs> like the really big one. Oh my god! Like the one yeah, with tortoises. Yeah, like tortoises. they take their tur- tortoise. Yeah, they, they take like their time eating too. Like they have it like right there. Yeah. Like, they're so cute when they eat too. I had a tur- tortoise, and they're so cute when they eat. I have a I have a bearded dragon now, and he'll eat right from my hands. He's so cute. Yeah, so he's, he's so cute. I think he's a turtle because he had a turtle pet pet turtle recently named mm-hmm. Timmy. Um, whenever Timmy, Timmy uh, passed away, whenever Timmy yeah. passed, he put Timmy in a plastic bag. No, come on, don't do that. Hoping that he would sink to the bottom of the lake that we were putting him in. Oh shit, he floated. <laughs> I stayed there. Was his head sticking up out of the water? Oh shit. I literally, like, I, bro, I've always wanted a turtle since I was little, man. Like, I had this addiction with, like, the Ninja Turtles and stuff. So uh-huh. I finally got my turtle. I took care of it for as long as I could, and I would swap it from in inside and outside the house because, like, it was too cold inside, it was too hot outside. Uh-huh. So I'd do, like, dwelling. Okay, one day, something came up, I left them outside. And it happened to be the hottest day in Miami last year, the day I left them outside, and he died. That's interesting yeah. that he would die just because it's so hot. Like, I mean, yeah, the hot. The, yeah. Did he have any water, was, right? He was like. Was he a tortoise or what? No, kind he was of a tor- turtle. He was a yellow belly. Okay. But no, no, so it was extremely, it was extremely hot. hot. The water was yeah. even like lower level than I had left it at. So uh-huh. like, it had been so hot, and oh my god, the sun usually didn't hit him where I put him. But like, I guess I don't know, like, it, yeah. It, <laughs> so yeah, so I, I take him there. I put him in the back. I go to leave him at, at his lake because he has a really nice lake. So I was like, I'll just leave him there at the lake, right? But like I was waiting for him to get there, so like he could like drop. Him I was off. at work, and, and I just, I just thought about how stupid I looked holding a, a dead turtle <laughs> in the back, waiting for my friend to pull up to like help me bury it or whatever. So I was like, man, and I just chucked it, thinking it was just gonna sink like on some like super cinematic stuff, and it seemed like <laughs> like get farther and farther away and farther away, and I just like and just there like like give him like, dude, I'm such a failure. Like, <laughs> I was so bad laughing because I remember how sad he was. I remember he, I got there, I was chilling in my car, and he parked up to me. He's like, "What's up, buddy? Where is he?" I was like, "He's in the lake." And he was like, "Oh, you already like threw him inside, so he could like sink." And I'm like, "No, no, he's like, follow me. He's right there, <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the lake." Oh my god! And it was so messed up. Whatever. Open casket. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, poor Teddy. Rest in peace, Rip Teddy. Rip Timmy. All right, let me see here. What's one thing you regret spending money on? Oh, what? Uh, 
<laughs> There's so many things that just ran through my head that I shouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> this is so hard. Oh, what? Should I just say it? Yeah. A plan B. Oh, well, I mean... Bucks. I mean... Well, I mean... Yeah, the, the better than, than, that's the best 50 bucks you ever spent. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't ready, my God. Uh, <laughs> what a, I don't know. Like, I don't really regret spending money. I don't really regret spending money. I like enjoying myself. I like spending my money on what I, what I like. But if I were to... <laughs> I guess some food... Yeah, you're right. Because you could just cook it at home. And yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like because we, we yeah. pass by like fast food, like yeah. nothing. We're like, ah, oh, yeah, we're hungry, real quick. Yeah. We're gonna pass by in like another hour, hour or two. So like, I feel like a lot of money goes into food. Yeah. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Especially for us, like I remember being in Tallahassee, we got like we got water burgers so often. Yeah. No, because you wanted it every night. No, bro, I don't even remember. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I love water. I love from Texas. So okay. the Whataburger in Texas is he amazing. But in Tallahassee, it was terrible. Let me, let me tell you that. I, I was drunk. Question, I, I would have loved it. Drunk, I literally just want to leave him wherever he is. Like, <laughs> oh, man. It's terrible. He is so difficult. Drunk. He's <laughs> a rebel. He's like this little kid's person. Oh, my like, God. He finds everything funny. <laughs> I, lost, I lost my wallet that night. Like, in Tallahassee. Like, I left it outside the, the parking lot. Because I, I don't know. I don't remember what happened. I got out of the car. You got out of the car. For, like, a second... I get back in and we're driving off and I'm like, yo, I lost my wallet. Where's my wallet? We go back and I find it right there on the floor. Thank God nobody had taken it. Thank God. It had all the money that I had taken for tour and everything. Oh, that would have been a mess. That would have been a mess. No ID, no nothing. No. That would have sucked for you. Yeah, who who oh. find who found this? Yeah. Oh, I'd I take my wallet, man. I wasted too much money on this dumb thing. It's so stupid. Okay. Oh. I bought a designer wallet and like it, it holds my money and, and I wasted half my money. It, I was gonna pull out my Gucci wallet. <laughs> nah, your Gucci wallet's fly. All right, what is your favorite dessert? Uh, <laughs> chocolate um, cake. Milkshake. 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 Oh, what, dessert? Yeah. The Nutella dark, uh, <laughs> dark chocolate, uh, bread. Yeah. From Forty Chef Adrian's. So good. So good. Chocolate cake. I, uh, Oreo ice cream cake. Mm. Oh, cinnamon delights from Taco Bell. Nowhere I'm happier than at a two-year-old's oh party God. with an Oreo oh. ice cream cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The whole party was Who is the most cream. overrated musician? Mmm. Overrated? Yeah. <laughs> in the genre that you play or in general? Any. Drake. 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 You think Drake's overrated? Look, I really like Machine Gun Kelly, but I think that he's been so overrated. Yeah, he's overrated. It's not overrated. It's more his brand. Like people like his brand more than yeah, they like his I'm music. Yeah, I think that he's just been like propelled too much. Like, he's being pushed really hard, but he's a good artist. If you ask anybody, I mean, I don't think I don't listen to Machine Gun Kelly. I think his brand's cool, but I don't listen to him. You know, I listen. To him. I don't. Kiss, 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 kiss the bottle all night. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, you heard that new. Uh, Machine Gun uh, Kelly song with Yo, I'm in love with an emo girl. No way, bro. Yeah. I heard the one that he had with Jaden Smith's sister. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. Willow Smith. Willow Smith. Yeah, Willow Smith. Who is it? I don't know. It's so hard. It come back to me. I, I, I don't think that's... It's okay. I can't. I can't. Lose. I'm sorry. I don't know. Kirk What? No way. As a musician. 
You're tripping. <laughs> As a musician. <laughs> He's gone. It's, people gone. don't, people relate to Kurt Cobain, and that's why he works. Oh, I thought you had to go to the bathroom. That's how I felt when the Creature Cage, when Josh from Creature Cage told me, um, Anthony Kiedis, I nearly left the thing myself. Lil Peep, I hate Lil Peep. What is wrong with How does it say Peep. Kurt Cobain? Oh, no, look, bro, like, Kurt Cobain's, like, probably my, like, my all-time inspiration. Yeah, he was coming here for dinner. Yeah, he's coming yeah. to my dinner, guys. You're yeah. in his face, overrated. <laughs> <laughs> he would agree with me. He would agree with me. Yeah, Musically? I kind of feel like he would if, if you I mean, know, yeah. if I agreed to if Kurt Cobain saw, that statement up. If Kurt Cobain was here to see what his music ended up doing, he would be like, I think you're right with that. I think you're like, right. Why are you guys listening to this? If you saw the amount of movies that use his soundtracks and stuff, yeah. be like, this, yeah. I made this shit, like, on the toilet. I was taking a shit writing these lyrics. Like, this is, like, yeah. nothing. Like, I made this for fun. Because he did. Yeah, I think you might be right with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. What yeah. bad habit holds you back the most? Oh, I doubt myself so heavily. Yeah. Okay. I need to believe in myself. I could do so much if I just let myself do what mm-hmm. I can do. Yeah. Procrastinate. I'm trying to help. What's that? Procrastinate. Yeah. This Sorry, what was the question? What bad habit holds you back the most? Uh, I, uh, uh, focus. Being focused. As okay. you can see. <laughs> procrastinate. I procrastinate so much. Okay. Same. What do you impulse buy most often at the store? Food. 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 Clothes. Clothes. Food. I spend a lot of money on clothes and mm-hmm. food.
It's not easy. It's spices. Not. Spices are so not. It's definitely one of the hardest. I wouldn't want to continue this going forward, like into adulthood. No, like as sure. soon as I have kids, I think. I mean, I told myself for the longest time it's just phase, but like mm, when that thing dies, <laughs> I find myself in the smoke shop very quickly. Yeah, yeah. real yeah. quick. Yeah, like I said, if I had made a promise, I'd still be. I would have had to break. I feel like I was a chain smoker. I feel like cigarettes. And electronical cigarettes are different. Like, I need to have my thing. Like, whatever. Like, the only reason I'm not hitting it right now is because out of the respect of you and I'm in yeah, your house. Your household, like, like, but I've been wanting to, <laughs> to hit it. Like I said, I would have broke out. I'm like, let's go. We gotta have a smoke break. This whole yeah. time I've been like... And it's just so easy to hit. So, like... Yeah. I see 13-year-olds now with them, and it's insane. That's the yeah. That's what, That's I mean, the like, yeah, we I'm kind so of judge it because we're older, school. but I imagine for somebody older than us, it's sad to see us yeah. doing it as well because like, we're, yeah. we're relatively young. But, like, it, what you're saying is No, but, like, when true. you see a 13-year-old, like like, buying the big like, ones. Buying the big ones. Like, they're getting addicted. I'm still in high school, and I see these freshmen walking in, like, these bathrooms, just hitting their, like, nicotine devices. Doing better tricks than yourself. I'm like looking at them like, why are you doing this? I mean, we started, yeah. I started my sophomore year of high school because that's whenever like those electronic ones mm-hmm. first came out. The really colorful ones, the new ones, everybody's using Those came out like our sophomore year. <clears throat> my Stigs. Stigs. Called, they were called Stigs. And that was yeah. freshman year. Yeah. The Stigs came out. Then the year after no, came Stigs out. Came movies. Out where you guys freshman? I, I never was smoking them like right in the summer after eighth grade. My eighth grade. <clears throat> like the guano flavor and all those. Yeah. 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 They came out. Lush eyes. They just weren't as popular. They got popular like around our sophomore year. Yeah. yeah. And that was the first time I hit one, and then ever since then I never stopped to this day. And yeah. I, am, I just graduated. I don't know. I started with the uh, with the stick. Yeah, no, it was disgusting. I started because like we would go to the um, parties in high school. You know, like a back jewel. then we had like keg oh, parties. It's, it's a social thing. Yeah, right? and then I would like rub a cigarette yeah. off somebody, right and then it was that. like. I didn't want to feel bad, like, oh my god, here comes the cigarette grab, so I'd buy a pack before the party, and then before you know it, I was just buying packs all the time. Yeah. The thing I started it, smoking one, it's $2.12, no, $1.75 mm-hmm. a pack. I think both our generations got attacked by it being too easy. Like, yeah. For you guys, it was very cheap, and as well, yeah. like, it wasn't looked at as negatively as looked at now, yeah. like, with the precautions to health. Well, for us, it was like, they, like, we're a technological, like, society or whatever, like, mm-hmm. electronic or whatever that's new. It just looks different. Yeah. It present. doesn't smell. It doesn't, it doesn't smell. Leave. It doesn't have tobacco. Yeah. Nobody would have noticed. Nobody it's so wonderful. easy to go into the cigarettes, uh, to the bathroom stall at school. And For sure. Nobody. Imagine back in the day, what I had to go through. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. As well as, like, the, the first one that came out. We was the jewel, and like uh-huh. we could get a free one, not a free one. But that was I mean, more for like for parents, po- like trying to get off was of secrets. Yeah. There was a code in it, and you could get an extra one. But so like your friend would buy one, and then he used the code, and you get you one, and then there's two people on it, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, it's yeah. You guys gotta get off those whenever. But I mean. I'm not that I mean, we all That's that exactly why I, I was going to say I want to stop, but I always think, oh, but if I'm at a gig, I yep. might want to hit it yeah. <laughs> a couple the times. That, the thing that was the hardest for me was the first of everything. The first, like, coffee without a cigarette. The first beer without really? a cigarette. The first drive down the street in my car without a cigarette. It was like, because it was like your best friend, you know, so it went hand in hand. So once I got past the first of everything, it was like, all right, I'm good now. But it's just getting past that first. That's what. Yeah, good point. All right, so name a person who inspires you. My mom. My mom. My mom. Yeah, we all love our moms. Yeah, we're all mom's boys. 
right. my mom working hard. I mean, yeah, we want to work hard. Extremely hard for us. Mm-hmm. Name a song that makes you happy. There's so many. Oh, here comes the sun. Reminds me. No. Uh, what's what's that song called? Uh, you are my sunshine, only sunshine. That's no, that's reminds me, my mom. Okay. A song makes me happy. Super Gremlin. Super Gremlin by Kodak Black. <laughs> <laughs> I know the purpose fake, but I still ate it. <laughs> um, I can't think of one right now. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got me blocked there, but a uh, song that would make me happy, I don't know. Uh, Beauty Theodosia by Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, that does make me happy, but I didn't want to say that. I mean, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. in the car, and I was like, this one just makes me so happy. <laughs> so I just said that. That's yeah, Beauty right. Theodosia is beautiful. Okay. So... Sleep in or take a nap? I know your answer. Who's the answer? Thomas's? Yeah, because he, he says he sleeps late. So he he, likes yeah, he up. stays up all night, yeah. sleeps all day. That's yeah. crazy. Neither. I can't take naps and I don't like sleeping. I hate taking naps. You don't like taking naps? Yeah. I like taking naps. Yeah. Okay. I wake up really early. <laughs> really Nintendo early. or PlayStation? I was never video game. No. PlayStation. Okay. Smart guy. PlayStation. Okay. All right, so. Done with that. You guys are really good. Probably my top fan on that. Okay. So if you had a message to convey to your fans through your music, through what you are as a band, what is it? So I, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Have a good time. Get drunk. Be strange. Be weird. Be as as yourself as you want to be. You're going to get over whatever you're currently going through Mm -hmm. and it sucks, but know that there's other people feeling the same thing that you're currently feeling exactly what you're feeling. People feel as well. And I realized that recently, I thought I was the only person in the world that felt a certain type of way. I had somebody come up to me at one of our shows singing the lyrics, even though they're not even out yet. Oh my God. Um, How did they do that? Probably videos on our Instagram. Oh, I got like you. Just little okay. snippets. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like, how do you know these lyrics? And um, the girl was like, I, I just, I relate so heavy. And I found these lyrics on your Instagram. And like, like, it's exactly what I feel. And I've never like had anything relate like so heavily to what I'm feeling. And I'm like sucks huh and she's like yeah that's awesome <laughs> i felt that too but that's awesome that's that's exactly what you're trying to do so it's like exactly yeah, yeah. success yeah and have a good time don't take yourself so seriously yeah. oh my god everybody takes themselves so seriously and it makes me so mad mm-hmm. i think that's my biggest pet peeve people have the biggest sticks up their asses and i'm like <laughs> who are you bro like mm-hmm. just have a good time yeah crack a smile no no i agree with that what was the question again <laughs> no it, it yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you, you have? Get a oh, message yeah, to message convey buddies. to yeah. Um, I don't know. Stay lit. <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. Full send. Yeah, full send. Just have a good time, but don't drink and drive. Don't drink. That's and drive. the most That's important. important. That's the most important. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you guys brought your guitars. You guys gonna play something for yeah. us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll grab them. No. no. Come on, Nico. Oh, this is a nice one. That's Nico's. This is the drummer. Yeah, he's got the best guitar. Alright. Alex doesn't have his bass on him, so it's just Nico and his right. I'm just more Are you going to be singing for us also, or are you just going to be I'm going to do Fiona, but I'm going to do it like soft. Mm. So this is a song called Fiona. Is that a girl? Um, Shark's wife. Shark's wife. That's her name. We're calling her Shark's wife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, do you want to do it? You can choose. Fiona, won't you tell me what is wrong? Now tell the band to play your favorite song. We can dance if you want to. Isn't that what friends do? Or did you forget? Cause I did Why don't we just Just cut the shit You're mad Cause I know You're full of it Tell me that I'm wrong Look I wrote you a song I'll pick up my guitar And tell you why I am still in love with you so please pick up the phone and let me know why I'm still hung up on you. I know it's getting frustrating. The memories are slowly fading. If you're ever thinking about me, won't you let me know? I found the letters that you wrote me in a bottle You're such an anxious but you're so damn thoughtful Don't worry your secret's safe with me And if just enough alone, I guess I jumped the gun was it just games now to get them? But we're on the same. Pick up my guitar and tell you why I'm still in love with you. So please pick up the phone and let me know why I'm still hung up on you. I know it's getting frustrating. The memories are slowly fading. If you're ever thinking about me, won't you let me know? It's usually more like no, live, live. That was like super so rock. good. And your voice. Thank you. It's amazing. Thank you so Like, much. flawless. Like, I don't think you hit one rat mm. bad note. Like, <laughs> that was Thank awesome. Thank you so much. I just hope it sounds as good. Yeah, I hope so, too. Oh, we hope. I hope so. Oh, my God. I'm so good. And then this one is, like, my new favorite. This, this is, is, like, the most... This one is called I Wrote People Letter. Okay.
Snick killer chick cherry pie Snow white skin So dead inside You're like nothing I've seen before You've got eyes on you Like 24 Middled with the instances That I told myself Not to forget You've got ecstasy Laced in your brains You're the drug that makes me Go insane Feel it when the feelings hit I know the tune will both be over it seen before you've got eyes on you like 24 riddled with the instances they I told myself not to forget you've got ecstasy laced in your brains you're a drug that messes with my brain you feel it when the feelings hit I know the soon will both be over I'm a sad boy, crying for a broken toy You're the drug at my door that I can't ignore But baby, you know that I adore you, better on your own for now thank god you left this town baby thank you so much does it yes. <laughs> thank you it so oh. and i wish that song was written about me <laughs> I kind of, I kind of regret who I wrote it about. I'm like, damn, I should have saved this up for somebody else. Oh my god, no, that was so awesome! I loved every second. Thank you so much. Yes. So I just really, I'm so nervous that it's not going to sound as good. Yeah, so. I should have recorded on my phone. I was thinking that on towards the end of the. Yeah. It's okay. Oh well. Like, oh well. Everybody's gonna be able to see you guys play lives. So. Yeah. yeah. May seventh. Anything else coming up or? Uh, yeah, we have a show um, coming. Now, up. I don't know when this is airing. I have to look at my calendar, but say it anyhow. August eighth, we oh, will be playing. Yeah? 
we'll be playing with uh, NGY and Children of the Flesh. We're playing a suicide prevention show. Awesome. And we're doing Nirvana covers. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be um, Where's that? We have no idea. Oh, you don't know yet. Okay, That's, so yeah. stay tuned That's to your future. Instagram. Yeah. And, um... So what else? What else coming up? Any future plans? Any yeah, tools? we're currently recording our album. We're super excited. Uh, yeah. We have a lot of tour and vlog footage coming up. We're going to start releasing a bunch of covers. Mm-hmm. Um, you do a vlog? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Every, everywhere we go, we're, we're where can, recording. Where can they see the vlog? Like TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, you can follow us on Modern Freaks M I A on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everywhere, pretty much. Modern Freaks M I A. Okay. Anything else you want to say to everybody before we go? I feel like I've been talking too much. You guys, what do you guys have to say? Modern Freaks and my... Hit up the outro, at least. Hit up with the outro. Get the clothes and personal. Nah, 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 nah. You talk, Nico. Do a thumbnail post. Okay. Kim, Kim, yeah. come on, Kim. Oh, yeah. All right. Hopefully it takes this one. Maybe somebody should have been on the stage. Thank you so much for having no, us. No, thank, thank you guys. You. Yeah, <laughs> I, I loved, so I loved the the songs, like for real. Yeah. All, right. All right, awesome. Thank Bye, everybody. That it's no.